Put on your mental track shoes and run with me. This is the Pow Wow with Myra. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Pow Wow. Today's guest, we have Hunter. Hunter, thanks for being here. Yes, ma'am. Thank you for having me. So Hunter is, he's an upcoming content creator here in the uh, DFW area, raising awareness for, uh, for mental health and cancer and anything that has to do really with mental health, which is a lot of things that I'm excited to cover today. Yes, so um, Hunter, uh, tell me, where, where did you grow up? And um, so um, I originally grew up um, in a small town in Tennessee. Um, the name is Covington, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a small population, probably 10,000, um, you know, compared to Arlington, DFW area. Um, uh, and, you know, it's like a, cl- a close knit community, um, especially back then. You know, we, with it being a small town like that, you know, you, you knew everybody. Mm. Um, Who did you grow up with? Um, so uh, I can start as far as back. Um, I was actually adopted mm. um, by my grandparents. Okay. Um, because my mother, um, she actually left us on the porch, um, me and my brother. Um, I was actually drinking out of an oil can. Um, on the porch, my brother, he had been taking care of me for a um, couple weeks, um, changing my diaper. Um, and my grandparents found, they found us, and they were good enough to take us in um, and and raise us. I believe at the time I was like six months, um, and I don't really remember too much um during that time, but um, I just know it was hard on my grandparents um, because, you know, they were still young. Um, they had just, you know, raised the, um, my uncle, my granddad. Uh, I mean, uh, my uncle, um, my dad. Um, and, you know, for someone to raise their own kids and then turn around and, you know, raise the grandkids, you know, it's like uh, they they need to be heroes. They are. Um, or, yeah. yeah, exactly. It's like um, you don't understand how much sacrifice that they're having to um, or how much how much they sacrifice um, because, you know, nowadays, you know, it's like we don't, you know, some some people may not want kids because they want to go party, mm-hmm. you know, or um, you know, go out on town or and all that. And you know, the fact that they sacrificed everything um, to raise us, um, you know, I, I'm I'm personally forever gra- grateful for them. Um, yeah. How how old was your brother? My brother at that time, um, three or four. Um, Three or four, and then my my uh, my oldest brother, he was probably five or six. Um, they're they're like a year apart, so okay. Um, so mar- was it did did your mom leave the three of you? So it's, so it's you and two brothers. Yes, ma'am. She uh she she left us all the um, three of you. Yes, ma'am. Over drugs, um, and I mean. Before, you know, before all of that, I do remember 
a point where um she did kind of try to drown us. Um we were on a boat. Um and I spe- specifically remember um her and a guy named Kane um had us on a boat and um she was wanting to they threw us in the water and it was so scary because once we made it back um to the house we actually found her leaned back on the on the uh couch with the the needle in her arm but still thinking about it to this day it you know it it's it's almost like Man, we we really did go through a lot growing up, you know, and and for me, I feel like dealing with that growing up, I feel like it it made me a better person today. Mm. Um because of you know the the childhood drama uh or trauma um you know, dealing with that and um just dealing with all the uh being around the drugs, you know, from the mother. So when you went to live, did you, you and your brothers, you went and moved in with your grandparents? Yes, ma'am. How, um, and did she basically raise you or did you end up, uh, or did your mom end up like taking over you guys at some point in the future or did you hear back from your mom? So, um, we went and stayed with our grandparents, um, which is actually my dad's grandparent, uh, my dad's mom. Mm-hmm. Um, and she, she took care of us without my mother being in the picture. Um, basically all the way up to about, sorry, um, all the way up to about seven, eight, maybe, Mm. um, is when she randomly decided to show up. Mm. She, she basically showed up and was like, I'm here. Do you remember seeing her when she showed up? I remember seeing her because she tried to um she tried to take us to Family Dollar and buy us stuff and and made it almost seem like nothing ever happened. Mm. Um and you know and, and it's just like wait, you know, you can't just show up, you know, and and just forget about, you know, what went on in the past. And she hadn't tried to have any kind of communication with you prior to when she showed up? No. It was nothing. It was literally she came into town. She knew exactly where we stayed. Um, we stayed at a little uh, apartments called Broad Meadows. Um, and she just shows up and comes in like, uh, you know, can y'all go to the store with me? Um, and just try to make it seem like everything was fine. Mm-hmm. Um and she was apparent she was apparently dating some guy in town, um, and you know so we we gave her a chance we said okay you know she seems like she's you know got clean, um so we went and stayed um with her and a boyfriend in town, and you know you don't really know what's going on behind doors, um but. Um, supposedly he was beating on her, um, really bad, um, which I'm hoping to get to the point where, uh, get to the point of the story where, um, I've actually recently started talking back with her. Mm. Um, but, um, that's when she had told me about the, him beating on, beating on her. Um, cause I brought it up because, um, a funny situation happened, um, 
he had a BB gun, and um, you know, I'm I'm a kid. I'm like seven, eight. You know, um, I saw a basketball go there, and you know, all I see is the backboard. You know, has a square on it, and you know, as a kid, I'm like, that's a target, right? You know, so I went outside. You know, with the BB gun, pop, 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 you know, yeah, <laughs> and you know, I shattered the glass. And man, it made him so mad. And um, I only feel like it it made I only feel like it made him wanna be her more. Mm. And, you know, I don't I don't know at the time if she was still on the drugs. Um, but she I mean, you could tell she was going through something. Mm. Um and as a kid you knew that. Yeah. I could I could tell um whether it was um after you know her her and my dad separated um or i mean you could just kind of tell the drugs just take over mm. um you know and it it it's what it is, is the drugs is a devil mm. you know um cuz once you get on them um it's so hard to get off and it it just takes over your daily um you know, your daily activities. Um, it takes over your mind. Yeah, it takes over your mind. And, you know, it, it, you know, for a lot of people on drugs, it stops them from eating, um, drinking. Uh, and then on top of that, with, with, with her being um, uh, physically abused, um, I can only imagine, you know, how she felt, you know, mentally inside yeah um it's like i mean i know what she did to us at a younger age um but and me and my brother we had recently you know had a conversation about it you know we were like we don't really know how she was you know what what everything she was going through at that time you know Mm -hmm. um because so where 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 is your dad in the picture um even at six months when your parents found you and and your brothers you know i actually never never really had a conversation with my grandparents to find out um did you ever meet your dad yeah so um we did uh we actually did grow up with them okay um but um unfortunately um he he died when i was 10 um, he had a tragic accident. He he fell 18 feet through the roof, um, which it was it was actually the store's fault because um, he was a roofer, um, but the whole sky I mean the whole roof was uh, black, mm. but it had skylights, um, and you know with the whole roof being black, you don't you don't you don't know if you're about to step on a skylight, mm. and um, he was on his lunch break, and he stood. You know, he he got up, took one step back, and his neck snapped at the bar below him, and oh, and we were told that that's what instantly killed him, and then um then he hit the ground. Um, there was a lady who was standing out. Um, she was uh taking a smoke break, and she actually knew him. And when she saw it happen, it 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 scarred her. Oh man, I can't imagine. Um, just witnessing something so tragic like that. Yeah, and 
you know, that, that was another child trauma, you know, that 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 I had to go through. So um, you grew up was when you were living with your grandparents. Did you la- dad live with you guys? Yeah, or? like he okay. He, he stayed with us. Um, he worked to help provide us. Um, at that point, was he he wasn't with your mom? No, no. Um, okay. At that point, uh, as far as we know, our mother, um, she was still in either Alabama or Mississippi, um, somewhere in the southern states, um. So we wasn't really sure, you know, where mm-hmm. she might might be or, um, you know, at that point it was, we had basically gave up on, you know, the hopes of her, you know, um, getting better. Um, did you, did you, was your dad um, involved in drugs as well? So um, I know this is a, a, a tricky topic, but um, my dad was a drinker. Um he also liked his weed, um, but the one thing about him was he may have bought his weed. He made a, you know, he may have drank, but he always tried to take care, you know, make mm. sure we were taken care of. Was your mom in like different kinds of drugs? Yeah, so yeah, that was, okay. my, my mom was on the, you know, the heroin, the crack, mm. um, you know, the really hardcore stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, I always give my dad credit that, you know. Like I say, you know, he mm. he might have been an alcoholic and, you know, did his weed, but he still stuck by us. You he was know. always there. He was always there. He always, you know, gave us money to go to the store, you know, get us something to drink or buy us food. Um, and, you know, when he had passed away that time, he was working to get us uh, shoes for school. Mm. Um, and, you know, it just... Uh, and a lot of people would criticize him because of him being on the weed and the alcohol. But I'm like, you know, I would much rather be in that situation than, you know, just be left in the dust, you yeah. know, and, and not have no support at all. Right. You know, from your own parent. Right. So then, um, so that you're living with your with your mom, uh, you and your brothers, and at seven, you moved in with her uh, around seven-ish. Yeah, I believe it was around seven ish. And then what? What it? It sounded like it was moment momentarily. Did you what happened? Did you continue living with her, or was there a moment where that got rocky again? I think it got rocky again. I think um, I think she was continuing with the um the drugs mm. and all that, and um, that's when. So actually about that, um, uh, the reason why we had actually left from, you know, staying with her and, and her boyfriend, um, she got tired of being, um, abused and, um, apparently this guy had like $12,000 in his safe and she found out and broke the safe and took the safe with her and his vehicle and fled the state. And that's that's when we went back and stayed with our our grand grandmother, um, and you know that was like the final you know the, that was the final straw. Mm. How long did you live with her before that happened? Honestly, I'm not sure. Um, I you know I still I still like to think about the stories you know and um, try to get as much factual information that I can, um, but. 
I haven't really, you know, um, I've, uh, you know, recently talking with her, you know, I've been trying to get her to open up. Mm-hmm. Um, how long ago did you reconnect with her? Um, it was very recent, two or three months ago, actually. Oh, oh very recent. Um, and, um, she apparently, uh, probably, bef- you know, right before that, uh, right before I had just got back in contact with her, um, she had caught another pale for peri- pale- What's the word? Uh, paraphernalia. Okay. Yeah. Um, she caught another charge of that, um, cause she had a pipe on her. Um, plus she had suspended license and all that. And um, so th- the judge basically told her, you either do fifteen years in prison, um, or you go to rehab. And um, but it wasn't just rehab. It was you do rehab, you complete it, and then you have about ten years on probation. Um, and, you know, she was telling me all about that, and, um, we had been doing FaceTime while she's, you know, in therapy, um, she was telling me, you know, she had just got her teeth, um, all her teeth basically taken out because of, you know, the drugs ate all her Mm -hmm. teeth up, um, and, um, the dentist gave her new teeth, um, and she was generally just trying to, um, Trying get herself together. Yeah, trying to get herself together. She, but what you know, what still gets me to this day is, you know, just talking with her. She still just acts like nothing ever happened. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's you know the child in me is just like, can you you know can you can you apologize to me that you did it? Acknowledge you know? it. Yeah, something. you know, acknowledge you know the the moments you know where. You know, I, I walk in and, you know, you got a needle stuck in your arm, you know, like, um, you know, I, I still have that image in my head, you know. Um, it's it's almost like a, a demons in my in my head, mm-hmm. you know, just from seeing it, you know. Um, you know, and that's that's one of the things, you know, that's one of the situations that, you know, that seeing that and then um you know, losing my dad, um, and you know the 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 knowing the sacrifice that my grandparents made, you know, for us, um, it just um, it really made me want to do better for this world, you know, and and try to help so many different people, um, you know, because it's it's you, you just don't know what what people are going through or what they you know went through, um. Yeah. You know, and, and and that's why, you know, that's why I wanted to do this. I wanted to open up, um, you know, because I feel like someone's going to be listening, you know, and maybe may be going through a similar situation, mm-hmm. you know, and um, hopefully it would allow them to open up. And, and that they're not alone, right? Right, and exactly. There's other people maybe fighting that same fight and everybody's essentially fighting a fight which is you know to just get better and be careful and not getting into those situations where they lose total control like maybe your mom did um like just allowing them to just get taken over by by drugs um so that's that's very admirable you know what you're doing especially with what you went through and you still have all this love and and hope to 
to help the people. And I know from talking to you that that didn't come so easy. Um, and you know, I'll, we'll get there. Uh, but for the, in the meantime, how was, how was your relationship with your, with your brothers, uh, you know, growing up? How was, how was, what was your, your experience? So growing up with, um, my brother that actually would, um, change my diaper and all that. Um, we had a fantastic relationship. Um, you know, um, to this day, I still have so much respect for him for doing that for me. Mm -hmm. Um, because, you know, I still haven't really, you know, talked about him or, or talked with them about, you know, the struggles that he made of, you know, that, you know, he faced dealing with that. Um, cause I can only imagine, you know, seeing that going through that and then, um, you know, plus you're having to take care of your younger brother. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just like, I know what I went through, but you know, I could only, I could only imagine what, you know, what, what he faced. Um, and so as, you know, as we started growing up and everything, um, we just, you know, we just got extra close. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I had actually at one point gave him a nickname Bubba. And, um, so, you know, every time he would leave somewhere or, or whatever, I'll be like, Bubba, where'd you go? You know? Mm. Um, and that was, you know, that was like my nickname for him, you know, that, um, and. What about your old, oldest brother? My, my oldest brother, um, I didn't really have the greatest relationship with him. I mean, um, growing up, I don't know, I don't know if, if the stuff that he went through with her, um, I don't know how it really affected him mentally, but, um, he, he'd actually, uh, beat on me, um, growing up, um, I got bullied by my own brother, my own big brother, mm. um, all the time, just, just out of nowhere, just beat on me, hit on me. Um, I couldn't defend my, for myself because um, my younger self was just so big, you know, because I, I, I've always dealt with the obesity, mm. um, even at a younger age. Um, I don't know if it's from, you know, dealing with all the child drama, uh, trauma, um, but, you know, I've always just been the bigger person um, in the room. Um, and, I, you know, it was just so hard, you know, when you're a bigger person, um, and everyone sees you different. Um, I don't know what, everything that he went through. I don't know if that had a, an effect on, um, you know, maybe, maybe he needed to get the anger out, mm -hmm. you know? Um, and so it was like, um, you know, I still love him, you know, cause he's my brother, but, you know, at the same time, you know, it's just like, you know, why, you know, why me? You know, um, did that relationship get better as time went by? How is it today? I mean, I, you know, I, I still talk to him, um, from time to time, but, um, he had actually a couple years ago, um, about two or three years ago, he had actually reconnected with our mother, um, before I had, you know, recently connected with her and, um, she gave him a plane, uh, a bus ticket to go to Alabama to meet up with her. 
um, because uh, apparently she had a, a shrimp boat business down there. Um, and, you know, he went down there, you know, in hopes of making money and uh, this or that. And, um, you know, about a year went by. I think he was down there. And he came back. He came back so much more mentally messed up. Oh. Um, we think it has a lot to do with she getting him on the drugs. Um, there's been stories that he may have possibly gotten um, sexually abused on the boat, um, whether it's from her or um, multiple guys. Um, he how, how did how did he sh- what what did he show that just seemed he was messed up? He, or that he didn't come better than how he left. It it was just um the way that he acted. Um and in the way he is now, like um being in a room, talking to yourself out loud, um, answering yourself, like he's never done that before. And we didn't notice it until, you know, when he came back. Um, it was almost like it's almost like he got scarred. Mm. You know, like um and he's he's gotten so bad now that you know he doesn't want to work um he basically says all these celebrities have babies by him um and you know i he will forever be my brother but you know um if i want that close relationship you know with him i i need him to get the help mm-hmm. you know um because um I'm gonna be honest. There were nights where, when I was staying with my grandparents, um, I was scared to leave my bedroom door open, um, because I would think that you know being physically assaulted by him, um, um, I'm gonna actually be open right now. Um, he actually sexually um molested me. Um, and dealing with that. Be getting beat on by him, um, it, it, it's it was so scary being around him ever since then, um, and and to be honest, um, it took it took a lot of it took a lot of courage to open up to my wife about that, um, because it 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 felt like it felt like I had a, you know. It felt like I had this demon in me that um, was holding, you know, holding me back from it to, you know, really open it up, um, you know, and then I opened up to the whole family about it. Mm. Um, you know, uh, I forgive him, um, but at the same time, you know, it's just, it's just like, why, you know, why me? You know, why, why did it have to be me? Like, why did you put me through? so much, you know, growing up. Um, and then, you know, my 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 middle brother, um, he he never really wanted to stay around, um, because, you know, we grew up in a poor, you know, poor family. You know, we didn't have the vehicles, we didn't have um, you know, we didn't have all these fancy stuff, fancy clothes. Um you know, it it was it was a typical struggle growing up, you know. Um, but my brother always wanted, you know, he always wanted the better things. Um, so he would 
you know, he would go and stay with people that um, had the money, you know, that, that could buy him outfits for school or, you know, make him look real good. Um, and so, you know, growing up, I didn't have, you know, for a good portion, I didn't have my middle brother. Mm. Um, and so my big brother was there and, you know, it, it was just me and, yeah. you know, you were his punching bag being the little brother. Yeah. So it was, you know, it's like, I don't have anyone here to, you know, help defend for me. So, um, would you, would you tell your, your grandparents that he would like hit you and he would bully you? I, I mean, I, I, you know, I tried to talk with them about it, but, um, you know, it was, it was always, it always felt like an excuse, you know, like he's not, he's not all the way there. Mm. Um, you know, it's, and we would tell him all the time, like, you know, you need to get the help. Um, but he never wanted to get the help and he still doesn't want to get the help. And it's just, um, you know, it worries me because, um, before my dad had died, um, he actually, uh, he had another baby by another lady. Um, and my, my sister was only two weeks old before he died. Mm. And, you know, the fact that, um, and this, this is what, this is, this is why I have so much respect for my grandparents because not only did they, did they raise, um, you know, my dad and my uncle or and us, but they they also raised our sister. Mm. So that's almost like three different generations. Um, and but at the same time, you know, and, and I still worry. I still worry that, you know, would he you know, would he beat on her? Um, you know, would he sexually assault her? Um you know, it's still those moments, you know, make me think that, you know, would he, would he do it? Um, because, you know, he did put me through it. Mm. Um, but, I mean, um, she's she's never said anything to me. But I also know how hard it is to, to open up, you know, yeah. to the world to, you know, to tell people because how scary it is, you know, and, and how they, they may see you different. Mm. Um, but you know, at the same time, I me regardless of my past, you know, and, and what I'm trying to do now is, you know, I'm trying to let people know that, you know, it's okay to not be okay. Right. You know, that, you know, you don't have to let your past or um what you're currently going through, you don't have to let it define you. Yeah, define you as a person, you know. Um and so, you know, Agreed. So are, are you still in touch with your sister? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. We, we talk, um, all the time actually. And, um, I actually wanted to get her down here, you know, and, and let her experience the big city, mm. you know, big DFW area. Um, you know, maybe take her to like Six Flags or, um, uh, was it Hurricane Harbor? Hurricane Harbor. Yeah. Yeah. You know, just, uh, just let her have fun. Let her be a kid. Yeah. You know, cause, cause she still deals with the, you know, not having, you know, them not having money, um, not having food sometimes. Um, my grandparents still call, you know, time to time and they'll tell me they don't have food. 
Um, and, you know, and with, you know, me and the wife, we're already going through our battles. You know, it's, you know, it's kind of hard to, to sacrifice us to give to them, you know, with, with the inflation and, you know, everything so high and. Right, right. So, um, so then in, in high school, when, when you, when you were in high school, uh, what was, what was your life like? My, my, my life in high school was miserable. I was a hundred percent bullied, um, from freshman year all the way up, um, all the way up to 11th grade. Um, and it, it only got worse, um, because I had actually, um, dropped out the, um, middle, the, uh, middle portion of 11th, 11th grade year, um, because I just couldn't take it anymore. Um, and, and I'm sure there's still high school students out there that, that deal with that, you know, or, um, have experienced the bull, you know, being bullied and, um, I don't know if anyone can relate, but it is terrifying to sit on the school bus and you turn around and you look at someone and as soon as you turn back around, they slap, they slap you in the back of your head as hard as they can. All because, all because you're fat and you turn around and look at them. It's, it's the hardest thing to, to, you know, I still think about it all the time. Um, it's, you know, it's, it, I can only imagine what some of these kids still go through, you know. Um, and did it happen at school too? Um, or, yeah. or, yeah. Yeah, like um, being in the classroom, you know, me being a bigger person, I come in the room and, and I am the biggest person in the room. Um, and, you know, you're sitting there, you're trying to do your paper, you know, you're trying to do your work. And you just get paper balls thrown at you. You get pencils thrown in the back of your head. Um, it's it's it was just so hard to try to focus on you know doing my schoolwork. Um, and you know it's just like it's like why why do I have to go through this? Why can't I just have a regular you know day? Yeah, a re yeah, a regular day. Um, you know, just let me do my my schoolwork and go home. And, you know, through that whole high school experience, um, honestly, it made me, it, it, that's one thing that made me feel like, you know, it made me a better person mm -hmm. um, because it only made me stronger. Yeah. You know, some of the hardest things that we go through um, as humans only make us stronger um, in the end, you know, because it's like, you know, I, I could run into a situation now and think about, you know, what I went through as a kid or my high school years. Um, it's just like, that's not nothing compared to what I went through. Right. You know, so, you know, it's like, um, I can get through this. You know, I can push through it. Mm -hmm. um, and and that's why I, I wanted to make my, my Logan, I mean, my slogan, um, keep pushing. Keep pushing. I like that. Um, because you know, at the end of the day, you gotta keep going. You gotta um, keep going. I I heard uh, this phrase once, when, which I love, because you know, in every, in every, every learning curve, you know, at some point you're gonna, if you're trying something new, you're gonna fail. 
Um, and you, you really fail, but you don't really fail. You really fail until you quit, right? So one of the, one of the, I guess, uh, slogans or whatever they, whatever it is, I guess, um, it's that fall forward because you're going to fall, but you don't want to fall backwards. You want to fall forward, which is kind of like similar. You keep pushing, right? Yeah. Keep pushing. You're going to, things are going to come up, you know, that you can't control, but just keep pushing, fall forward. Yeah. Cause I mean, um, at the end of the day, um, I mean, I don't know your, you know, I don't know your religion. Um, but at the end of the day, God's going to put you through, he's going to put you through obstacles. Ob- obstacles um but but there's ways to get over those obstacles right um and you know and that's why i always try to make the you know the keep pushing because it may be hard right now you know you might want to give up you might um you know when i was dealing with my depression um you know the, the thought of suicide you know um just got deeper and deeper mm-hmm. you know um but you know, something told me to, you know, hang in there. Mm. Um, something told me to keep pushing, keep pushing, you know, keep going, you know, don't give up. You know, I, knowing that, you know, I got brothers, I got, you know, I got a sister, I got a wife, um, I got family um, who they all knew, they all knew it because I told them, you know, like um, I, I, I specifically remember one day I was, um I was on a bridge. Um, I can't remember exactly what bridge. It, it's around here, but I was on the phone with my 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 grandmother, and and I told her I said I'm finna do it. I said I'm finna take this car and I'm finna drive straight off this bridge. I said because I'm so I'm so tired of fighting. Mm. And and what what still amazes me to this day is, I don't know what really wanted me to do it. You know, cause I had, you know, I, I have a beautiful wife. Um, you know, I, I have her family. Um, you know, we have our own place. We have dogs. Um, you know, at the time, yeah, I, I had a job, but could it been the job? You know, could it been the job that was stressing me out so bad that it gave me the the depression? Um, I'm still not sure, but um. I'm just glad, you know, I'm just glad that I didn't give in um, because, you know, when it when it comes to suicide, um, what we don't realize is how much impact you doing that can have on your family, you know, um, your uh, relatives. Um, Everybody or, around you. Yeah, or just, yeah, everyone Even around. Including your dogs. Right, right. It's like... Um, you know, it, it, it can have so much impact and, and just everything that, you know, everything that you do is, it's, it's, it has an effect on somebody, whether or not you actually, uh, think, think it or, um, realize, Mm -hmm. um, every little thing has an impact on somebody around you. Agreed. Um, and so, you know, um, that was, that was a journey. I'm going to put a pinpoint on that and I'm going to come back to, to, because I do want to talk more about that specific scenario okay. um, and, and how that came. But um, I'm going to take it back to, to 
to high school. You're getting bullied. You can't take it anymore. So in halfway through your junior year, you drop out. Yeah. So because you you didn't want to you were literally I mean, you were you were leaving more not more so leaving school, but you were leaving the bullying. Yeah. It was like, a bull did I understand that correctly? Was yeah, it the it bullying? Was, it was the bullying, but it wasn't just one person doing it. I mean, it was multiple in you know, individuals. Mm. Um and and honestly that probably was the hardest part of my life more than the growing up part. Um, because um and you know, like I said, I'm sure there's a lot of kids out here that, you know, can can probably relate to that. You know of of how scary it is knowing that you know you're being forced to go to school and you specifically know what you're gonna deal with that day, you know, and it's just like um you know that's why I wanted to just run late or you know just try to skip um because it's it's so rough um you know and so what did you do next right when once you decided okay i'm I'm not coming back to this life. Um, what What do you do next as a junior? So um, when I left my middle, um, the middle of the year, eleventh um, grade, um, at the time, um, we were still getting um, death benefits from my dad, um, which wasn't much at the time. Um, I, I still wish that they would have set up a um, uh, like a savings and IRA yeah, like account. A, uh, yeah, like a savings. So when you turn eighteen, you know, um, we could have used that money, you know, to really start off our life. Um, but the the judge made it where we get it was like two hundred sixty something dollars a week um, that we had to split between the four of us. Um, and so my sixty dollars or whatever it is that I was getting. Um, I wanted to use it for homeschool. Um, so I wanted to, you know, still get my schooling, but, you know, not be around all the bullying mm -hmm. and all that. Um, but the the cost of homeschool was just, it was just too much for us financially. How did your grandparents take the, um, you know, your, your decision to drop out? I mean, you know, they wasn't, a hundred percent happy about it, but at the same time, um, you know, I'm sure they, they understood, you know, my situation and what I was going through. Did they ever try talking to the school? I know sometimes that doesn't do much, but did, you know, did they didn't really, they uh, didn't really, they, they just let me go. You know, they, they, um, did they know you were getting bullied. I don't really think I really opened up to them okay. about it. Um, Honestly, for all I know, I probably told them a different situation. Okay. Um, because I didn't really know what what they would think of it. Mm -hmm. Um, but do you think that that might? Do you think um, like maybe if other students are going through something similar, do you think it's 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 something like afraid to speak up, maybe, or? I think it is. I think it. Um, or what do you think? What What do you think kept you from? seeking help from an uh, adult um i think it was the the fact that you know if i had spoken out you know and told teachers or told other students i feel like 
It was going to get worse. Yes, it was mm. the the word was going to come around and it would have got back to the bully mm. or bullies and worse. Um, and you know, I I just thought it would make the situation worse. Mm. Um so it's one of those things um and 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 I've I've read up on a lot of stories of, you know, these high school kids getting bullied and you know, they they would go in the bathroom and just kill themselves like right there because of the you know of the pain that they go through right um so you're you're strong i mean there's so much you went through not right before even these terrible years in high school you've already had um a, a rough childhood and then you know you come to high school and it gets worse um and but yet you know you you keep pushing and and you know i love what you're doing now because you know, you're not just speaking off. Hey, this is what's going on. Let me bring some some light into this. Like it's it's you speaking from experience. Like this is what you went through, or not. This is not what you went through, but this is. You know, these are are things that happen, and and yet you still have like even today you have that 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 thought that that drive to help others. And so I'm 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 glad you're here today, you know. I'm glad uh you know you're you're sharing your word. I'm glad that um that you're doing what you're doing because because you can relate with other people that maybe need help, you know. So it's like it's not you read it off of a textbook is you lived it. Yes, ma'am. You know. Um so that's that's very very inspiring. So then what, what do you do next? So then you, the homeschool didn't work out. It didn't work out. And, and I just honestly, um, just mentally, I just took a couple of years, um, of not really doing anything, you know, just, um, I know it was still a struggle then because, you know, like I said, the financial part was just, you know, barely making ends meet. Um, you know, especially, uh, you know, with my grandparents being on disability um, at such young ages, um, you know, it was nobody was working. Um, so, you know, it, it was a struggle, but, you know, it was it was just another obstacle that made, you know, it made me feel, you know, like I said, it made me feel stronger. Um, you know. Uh, so when do you decide to, hey, it's time to get up and do something? Well, you know, it, it what made it so hard is the fact that, you know, growing up we we really didn't have uh transportation. Mm. Um so, you know, that that made it so much harder because um you didn't really have m many people you could rely on, you know, take you to go put applications in for jobs or um you know, take you to the grocery store. Um a lot of times we would just have to walk. Um, cause there was, you know, there was no way to get around, um, you know, may have to take a bus to, um, to the doctor. Um, so it's three, three years, you kind of take a break. What do you do in those three years? Honestly, just, um, you know, at, cause you know, at the time there's no social media. Right. Um, it was, um, a lot of, a lot of that was playing basketball cause mm -hmm. you know, that generally was something that I love to do. Um, you know, it gave me the exercise. Um, also, uh, 
I was doing like church league basketball. Um, you know, so I, it wasn't like I was out there like doing drugs or anything like that. I was just um, basically using sports to, you know, kind of help me mentally, kind of help me get through it. Like a like a reset. Yeah, you know, like yeah. a reset. And, um, you know, and then, you know, then they finally got to that point where it's like, okay, I didn't finish school. So, you know, I, I need to very least go get my GED. Um, and I was lucky at that time to, um, be my cousin's chauffeur basically. Um, cause she had lost her, uh, license and she, she had a car, but she couldn't get around. Um, so I had got my license and, you know, just started driving her around. Um, and it gave me that opportunity to go, you know, go to, go, to, go get my GED. Mm. Um, and you know, I'm I'm grateful for that because you know, um, wow. I I was able to get that GED and it, you know, it, it gave me some sort of start, you know, yes. um, yes. especially with everything that I had to go through. Um, it wasn't it wasn't that feeling of actually graduating, you know, getting to throw your cap in the air, um, you know, uh, like me and the wife, you know, we. We, we, we've been watching Degrassi, you know, and seeing, you know, seeing episodes of of them, you know, throwing their caps in the air. It's just like, man, I wish that was me. You know, I wish I had gotten to experience that. Um, but, but I'm glad, you know, was it your, it sounds like it was your own own choice to go back and get your GED. Yeah, like yeah, it was I, your own choice. Nobody made you do it. No, like I, I you know, see I, that's that's very inspiring because you you almost had to take a break for your own mental health self. Maybe you didn't know it at the time when you dropped out. Yeah, like but it, I, it sounded like it was pretty bad where you had to quit to kind of, you know, take a breath. You know, it was it was affecting you mentally. It sounds like. Yeah, and and, and I feel like um. Um, even as adults nowadays, um, you know, we tend to forget to, um, to give our, give our brains a, a mental reset, you know, um, like my wife, uh, my wife is a, um, she's a dog groomer here in the DFW. She has her own shop and everything. And all the time she's doing six, seven days of working and it it's taken so much mentally on her. You know, and and you know, my my own personal dream is to, um, you know, do this movement, um, you know, and, and be able to do it full time, you know, um, and I try to tell people all the time, like, you know, I want to do this movement, but at the same time, you know, I gotta have some sort of financial, um, support behind it, you know, um, and you know. People will look at it and, you know, they're just like, oh, you're just trying to do it for that or, you know, you're just trying to do it for the cloud or, and I'm like, you don't know what I, you don't know what I went through growing up, you know, it wasn't just about the depression, it was what I, you know, what I grew up, what, you know, what I, what I faced, um, it, it might've took, it might've took the, the depression to the point where it really, you know, it really made me sit down and think like, man, I really did go through a lot, you know, growing up. And and I just know that there's, you know, I'm sure there's somebody out here in this world that, 
you know, is either going through this similar situation, um, have a similar past that they went through. Um, and I just feel like, um, you know, doing these interviews with people, you know, allowing other people to open up yeah, and tell their like a community you're building. Yeah. Like I'm trying to build a community where, you know, it's okay to come and talk about, you know, what you're going through. Um, you know, what, you know, what challenges you went through growing up, you know, um, you know, basically letting people know, like, this is a no judgment zone, you know, that it doesn't matter your, your race, your religion, you know, um, how big you are, how little you are, you know, um, that, you know, at the end of the day, you know, we're humans, right? you know, and that it's okay to open up to a random person that you don't know, you know, because, you know, like I said, they may be going through it too. Right. At the end of the day, it's, we're all people. Right. Right. And, and, and we need each other, um, either for success or for, to, you know, to reach success for support, uh, for for our our sad days, for our happy days, um, you know we 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 need people and and I you know family you know sure that's always nice when it's there but then you know a lot of times other people end up you know becoming like family, um, and and so it's it's I I I feel like you know you are on on your way to start a community and and raise awareness. Um, and just build, create a space for people to feel safe and, and talk and, and, and start or continue their journey to being better, you know, for, for them to get to the point where they can now share their stories and, and how they get, how they got through it. And, you know, they may say, Hey, started by watching Hunter's videos and that got me started. You know, and, and I actually have um, one of my supporters. Um, he just he came across one of my videos, and you know he had already like lost his grandparents, um, and he came across one of my videos, and and you know he came up to me and he was like, "Man, I was so close to just giving up," and he said, "I came across uh, one of your videos, and it." It was like something about you in that video just it it made me see that you know you're a real genuine person um and you're just trying to do good in this world and now it's like I can just post any video now and he's a hundred percent behind me um with yeah. me in this movement and um and and then i I have another guy um his name is jesse um he we exchanged numbers um, on TikTok, and now he's like a brother. He he he's almost almost became like a manager. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm telling you, it's like sometimes people just become like part of your family. So <laughs> yeah, because yeah. like now he's um he had actually brought up uh, the idea of doing a podcast together. Mm. Um, you know, and, and and going over mental health stuff or um. He was like, you know, we could even go over sports. Um, he was just like, you don't understand how many people are just like you for you. Um, you know, even if it is about the awareness, he was like, you know, just just you being on camera. He was just like, um, you you never realize what you know, 
what that video really does for someone. Um, and it, you know, the fact that I got these people, you know, messaging me, you know, uh, like I said, every video I post, you know, they would like it. Um, it just genuinely makes me the happiest person to see it, you know, yeah. and to see the comment saying that 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 video touched them. Um, it just it it gives me this um, it gives me hope, mm. you know that that this that there's still good people out there in this world, and that you know if we just you know come together, build up a good community that you know we can all help each other through our days. Definitely. Um, especially the bad days. Um, Definitely. You know, so after you get your GED and and sorry, uh, taking it back, uh, what do you, what do you do next? Um, so after I got my GED, um, I had got my uh first job. Um, I was a cashier at Dollar General. Um, you know, which was it was fine and all, but um, it, I just knew it wasn't. You know, it 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 just wasn't for me. Um, and you know the uh this i you know i actually have a lot of respect for um retail workers um because the stuff that they have to go through um it doesn't get talked enough um because when i was a cashier and dealing with that you you, you deal with so many different people that come in there that that they themselves are going through something um I mean, I've seen people walk in happy, smiling. I've seen people walk in and it just looked like it almost looked like they got hit by an 18-wheeler. You know, they walk in and you can just tell something's going on. And, you know, you ring them up and you literally, all you say is, hey, how are you? And they'll just, they'll come back and say, um, just ring up my damn stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, you could just tell that they're going through something. Um, and... You know, that was like I was like another part, you know, in my life. Like, you know, it's just like, man, we 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 just gotta come together, cause, you know, everyone is going through something. Whether it's you know the abuse, the financial part, the um, you know, depression, PTSD, cancer, addiction. You know, it's like we all have, you know. this world would be a better place if we just, you know, come together and just, you know, treat each other like family instead of treating each other like a, a you know, stranger danger. Right. Um, yeah. It's I, like treat each treat others how you want to be treated. Yeah, exactly. And it's just it's you know, dealing with the um, you know, working there and um, you know, going through like five different managers, um, and you know, there were some good ones. There were some bad ones. Um, and then there was one that came in, and it was like the line for me, you know. Um, and so that probably lasted probably like five months, I would say. So um, you went through like five managers in about five months? Yeah, it was like a manager a month. Wow. I mean, it, it, it was – I was just like, good grief. Like, you know, let me be the manager. I'll, <laughs> right. I'll figure it out or something, you uh- know. Um, I mean, I was only 18, but, you know, you got to learn somehow, you know. Right, right. So when did you decide, um, uh, or, or what did you do next, or what led you to end up wanting to 
move states? Um, so what kind of led to that was, um, you know, still staying with the grandparents. Um, I, you know, I, it got to the point where, um, I had called my, uh, my real grandpa's brother. Um, he, he was a lot better financially off. Um, and I had reached out to him and, you know, I knew he had the money, um, but I was too, I was too afraid to, um, to ask for help. Um, cause you know, I didn't want to be judged. Uh, but at the same time, like, you know, when I was staying with my grandparents, you know, like right before I moved to Texas, um, it, you know, every day, um, it almost felt like I was going through a depression part then, mm. um, because, you know, with us not having a vehicle, couldn't get around, like I couldn't, um, I mean, I could like walk up to Walmart, you know, apply there, but, um, my, my grand my grandpa, uh, my real grandpa's, um, wife worked there and every time we we would go to put an application in she would basically kick it out because she didn't want um our family to work up there um and so you know the the knowing that knowing that i couldn't financially work i mean i i just couldn't work um because i couldn't get around and then on top of that um I knew my grandparents needed somebody there mm. um, because, you know, with their health and everything, like, um, so when I say grandpa, he, he, he raised us, but he wasn't like my biological grandpa. Mm. Um, my biological grandpa, um, he really didn't have much to do with us growing up. Um, and this it, is on your dad's side, right? Yes, okay. on my dad's side. Um, cause I, I never knew my mom's parents or, mm -hmm. um, so it was all my my dad's side, and um, the the only time he wanted to come around was like, um, he'll like buy something for Christmas, and then from there it was like you know we don't see him for a while. Um, I mean it didn't help that we didn't have a car, but. You know, he, it almost, it almost was like, you know, he wanted us to call, you know, and he would come and get us. But, um, you know, I grew up, I didn't, I wasn't into uh, building cars and stuff. You know, he, he would have like an old car in the garage and he would want us to come out and help. And, um, I was always a sports guy, you know, mm -hmm. I didn't, I didn't really care about the cars and stuff. I, I just wanted to watch my football and basketball, you know, mm -hmm. um, or just go out there and play basketball. Um, so, you know, it was almost like, well, if you don't want to build a car with me, then I really don't want anything to do with you. Mm -hmm. kind of that's thing. how you felt. Yeah. That's how it felt. You know, it's, it's like, um, you know, can you just be my grandpa, you know, like, you know, do do I have to really help you build this car, you know, for you to, to, to do anything, um, you know, have anything with me, you know, take me somewhere, you know, um, he, he, he was a, uh, Vietnam veteran. Um, so, you know, I have respect for him on, on that aspect, but as far as, you know, being my grandpa, it's like, 
Um, he just, he didn't want to help you unless you worked. But, I mean, he knew we didn't have a car at all, you know, growing up. And, you know, what, what still kind of gets me to this day is, um, yes, he's my daddy's, uh, my daddy's dad, but when we lost our dad, he's the one that took over the negotiations for the, the, the settlement. Um, he actually took most of the money and only left us so much until we turned 18. Mm-hmm. And, and it was almost like, um, you know, when, when we ran out of our funds, we knew he still had, you know, some money um, from that. And, you know, he he just didn't want to help. You know, he didn't want to help us get a vehicle or anything. He told us, you know, if we want, you got to go work for it. Mm-hmm. But he don't understand how hard it is to not have a vehicle, you know, not, not be able to get around to, you know, go find the work. Um, and especially if, you know, you personally don't have the um the popularity, you know, not that many people, you know, knew us. Mm. You know, they knew our dad, but they didn't knew us. You know, and um, you know, it, it was it was so hard, you know, dealing with that. And so, you know, I I knew I knew his brother, you know, we had his number and you know, I just reached out to him, you know, I told him the situation um, he had asked me if I'd been to jail, um, if I had did drugs and all that, um, you know, but that was way before, you know, what I, um, and, you know, I, I was like, no, you know, I'm, um, I'm just genuinely just trying to get help, you know, to get a car to, um, so that way I can get a job and, you know, um, help get us around. And he, um, it took him a few days, but um, he just calls me out of nowhere, and he goes, I got you a car. I was like, no way. He was like, yeah. He's like, you just got to um, find someone to bring up here. And I'm like, well, I don't, I don't know if I got anybody, but um, I'll walk if I have to. Uh, he was like, I'll tell you what, I'll just come get you. And um, he took me up to the dealership, and... Um, there she was, a 2005 Buick Century. Wow. Um, you know, paid, paid in cash. Um, he also gave, uh, he gave me a six month advantage on uh, my insurance. Mm. So I had six months to, um, you know. Get yourself together. Yeah, get myself together, you know, go out there and find work. And, um, you know, uh, I'm just forever grateful for that, wow. you know. Um. The, you know, the fact that he did that, you know, out of kindness, out, out of his heart, you know, and, you know, he didn't really know the situation, um, you know, other than what I told him, you know, um, and he didn't really have to do it, but, you know, he did it. And, um, good man. It, it gave me that opportunity to, um, you know, actually be able to go out there and look, you know, look for a decent job. Um, did you find something? Uh, I'm trying to remember what, um, what was it? Um, cause it was. But you did find a job. I, I think I did. I was trying to remember what, 
um what company it was. I feel like I I feel like I don't I went through so many companies. <laughs> it's hard to uh keep up with them. Um but uh I did find one um actually no, I remember it was a um it was a cold storage factory. Um I was working there and um working in those cold storages it, it I mean the temperature is like negative 20 um and they give you this like um this warm suit that you have to wear um and and I I specifically remember every night coming home and you know you you walk into the warm house but you still feel the chills in your body mm. and that was like the that's probably one of the worst two weeks I ever dealt with um, cause every night you could go home and cuddle and, you know, in bed, you know, get real warm, but the inside of your body is not warm. You know, you still feel that cold, cold air, um, just, you know, ro roaming through your body. And, um, so, you know, it was one day I, I called my grandmother and I just, uh, you know, I called her crying. I was just like, you know, I, I don't know if I can handle this. Um, and you know, she was a hundred percent behind me. And, you know, she was like, I understand, you know, you, you could always find something else. Um, and, but, but that's when it kind of, um, after, you know, after all that, um, it kind of came a point where they kind of needed someone to help them get around, you know, um, whether it was to the doctor or to the grocery store, um, so, you know, it was kind of a situation where I really couldn't work because they needed the car, you know, they needed me to help them get around, you know. So I, I, I sacrificed, you know, some time um, to just be their driver, basically. Um, I knew it wasn't getting me anywhere financially, you know, to help them, but um, it was helping them get around to the doctor, um, the heart doctor, you know. Um, just me showing them like, you know, um, you know, I ain't helping financially, but you know, I'm at least helping y'all get around. Um, and you know, and that, you know, that, that was pretty hard to have to give that up, you know, to come down here, um, to Texas and, and start over, mm -hmm. you know, um, Cause I knew once I left, um, I knew that they weren't going to be able to get around, you know, um, it still eats me up to this day, you know, the, the situation they're in and, um, my grandpa calling me all the time. Um, you know, man, I wish I had a car, you know, um, do, uh, did, so what, what, what drove you, what made you decide, you know what, I'm, I'm moving. You know, it was, um, you know, during that whole time, um, you know, I was on this game. Um, I was playing this game, you know, just to help me bypass time. Um, it was called PIMD, like P-I-M-D. Okay. Um, it was kind of like a dorm college game. Um, that's actually how I met my wife. Mm. Um, she was on there, you know. Um, she would play it like during work or, or whatever. And, um, so, you know, talking with her daily, um, helping her through her situation, 
um, you know, from time to time, like, I would bring up, like, you know, we don't have no food. Like, I mean, seriously, like, there were nights, um, the only thing we had to eat was something out of green, you know, green beans out of a can that you would, you would open it up, you know, pour it, you know, put it in the bowl, throw it in the microwave, and, you know, I literally had to, like, um, like switch it up, you know, like I'll put, I'll do like salt and hot sauce, you know, just try to give it some flavor. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, cause when you eat it every single night, you know, it's like, um, you know, it gets old and, um, you know, she, there was one night, you know, she found, we, she found out, you know, cause you know, I'm a, I'm an open person, you know? So, you know, if I'm going through something, um, for the most part, you know, I'm going to tell somebody. And at that moment, you know, I started worrying about my grandparents because they, you know, with them having diabetes and, um, you know, my grandmother having to take insulin shots and all that, um, I was just like, you know, I don't really want to ask her, but, you know, I, I got to do something. And so um, not really knowing uh her in her at the time, you know, um, I told her the situation and man, between her and her family, it, it was almost like God sent angels. And like, I talked with her mom on the phone one day and, and she was like, um, I ordered y'all a bunch of groceries from Walmart. Um, that night, um, my wife had ordered us Domino's um, well, she wasn't wife at the time, but um, your friend at the time. Yeah, my friend at the time. You know, she ordered us Domino's. Um, you know, she fed us. They bought us groceries. Um, and you know, from there, like, um, it just kind of made our relationship stronger. Mm-hmm. You know, she she became like best friend kind of thing. You know, and you know, we just started talking and you know got to know each other and. You know, she obviously knew the situation, and, you know, I just told her, I was like, man, it would be awesome if I, you know, if I could move down there and just start over, you know. Um, oh, so she was here in DFW? Yeah, like, oh, okay. she was, um, she So you guys was, met through this game without ever knowing each other? Yeah, like, we we just met through this game, um, started talking on, uh, on an app called Line, mm. um, and... You know, from that app, we would, you know, we would FaceTime on it or, you know, or just talk. Um, and, you know, the relationship got stronger. You know, we were there for each other. And um, she saw something in me. I don't, I still don't know what she saw, but she saw something in me. Um, because, you know, at the time, we didn't, re- we, you know, we didn't know each other that well. We didn't, um, you know, we didn't see each other as being partners. Um, and, you know, she, I don't know, she saw something in me. And um, this this girl sends me, out of nowhere, sends me like $600 um, and told me, um, you can come down here. My, my parents are, are going to allow you to stay here. Um, and, you know, you can go find you a job and, um, they, they gave me the opportunity where like, I didn't have to pay rent or anything. They just told me to save my money. Um, and, but what's so crazy is, is my car at the time had, 
you know, I had been driving it so much that it had been going through like um oil leaking, um, ball tires. Like um like I remember one night talking to her on the phone and she like she had me outside taking a penny, like checking the thread on my tires because she knew that I was uh, you know, I had planned on driving down there. Um, and that's like an eight hour drive. Um, you know, and someone driving by yourself, you know, mm-hmm. with with a oil leaking car and ball tires and you know, I didn't even know I was gonna make it. Um, but you know, it, it's just it's it just and a, you made it. Yeah, like wow. I made it. Um, you know, when I and when I got back I gave her the remaining amount of the money, um, you know, to, you know, show her, you know, like showed her, you know, that I'm serious, you know, that you you were th- grateful and thankful. Yeah, for like you know, I was grateful, thankful that she, um, you know, did that for me. You know, wow. was was good enough to you know allow me to um, allow me a fresh start. You know, I hated I hated doing that to my grandparents, but at the same time, you know, it's like you're 23 years old. You know, um. Most kids, when they're raised, they're told, you know, by 18, you you need to know what you, you know, you need to know what you're, what you plan on doing with your life. Um, but I, I grew up, I never really know what I wanted to do. Did you ever think about what you wanted to do or that thought didn't even? It, it, I mean, I guess from everything that I went through, like, I, I just felt like I didn't really have time to, mm. you know, process on, you know, what. Maybe you didn't even know to think about that. Yeah, like I didn't. Yeah, you know, I, um, I mean, I kind of, I kind of thought about sports casting. Um, you know, uh, you see the commentators on the sideline, you know, and they're they're, you know, play by play kind of inspired you th- these people. Yeah, you know, it, mm-hmm. it 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 was like, you know, um, man, I could do that and you know, go f- see a free basketball game, you know, and, well, actually, I'm getting paid to do this, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm getting paid to see the game, you know. Um, but I just didn't know where to start, you know. Um, I knew you, knew you probably had to go to school, you know. Um, you got to be able to be comfortable on the camera. Um, but, you know, at the time, you know, I'm so big, you know, I'm, I'm out of shape, I'm, you know, financially couldn't do it. How, how, I know you lost a lot of weight, but how, do you remember about how much, what, what your, what your weight was when you moved down here? When I moved down here, I was probably 320, 320, 330, okay. and somewhere in that area. And that was like four years ago, you said, right? Yeah, it was about, about four, four years, years ago. ago. Um, and, you know, she, you know, she never really brought up about my weight much um, during, you know, during all that. Um, but, um, you know, like I said, like um, the overeating and all that, you know, it was it was it was just me. You know, um, it was just my way of coping with, um, you know, my day to day life. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just. So when when you moved down here, um, it was that when you met your wife now for the first time. Yeah, like um, 
like met in person, I guess. Yeah. So like, um, she would like for majority of the job of majority of the drive, she would, um, be on the phone with me, you know, um, helping me through it because, you know, I'm scared, you know, like I might be 23, but you know, like I'm driving through a whole nother state, you know, I never been to, um, I'm seeing Whataburger for the first time, you know, I'm just like, what's that? You know, <laughs> I'm seeing like chicken express, you know, um, and you know, when I finally like went through Dallas, um, you know, got, got to the, the Mansfield area, you know, um, I still remember to this day smelling the picture pickle factory, you know, factory. I'm like, you know, I never grew up around a pickle factory, you know, and I, um, you know, seeing the roads and everything, you know, it was just, it was so weird, <laughs> you know, coming from a, you know, a small town that literally has one highway that connects through multiple towns, you know, and then come to the DFW and I mean, there's so many different on your world. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> it's like, it's like, wow. You know? Yeah. Um, had you been out of town anywhere outside your town before? Well, I had, um, you know, we had went and picked up my brother from Alabama that time and, uh, we drove through Alabama, um, which was quite funny that night. Like I literally slept on the dresser cause I didn't have nowhere to sleep. And, and I mean, sleeping on the dresser with no, no pillow, no comforter, no nothing in a cold hotel with like seven people. Mm. Um, and yeah, that was miserable. <laughs> Um, so you, you, you get, you're enlightened, you see this big old city and then you get to her home yeah, her and her parents and how did they, I, I get there and, um, she's actually in the driveway waiting on me. Um, and I pull up and, you know, um, you know, you know, at the time, like it wasn't, you know, it wasn't the thought of, you know, Ooh, you know, I can probably be with her. You know, it was it was just genuinely, you know, she she saw me, you know, we got out, started talking. Um, she started showing me around the house. Um, you know, started um interest, introducing me to her family, her uncle and them. Um, and that that night and for many nights after that, I literally cried myself to sleep thinking about my grandparents and just you know, when the adrenaline ran off of the fact that what I did, you know, it's like it's so hard leaving your family behind, um, especially knowing their situation. I was going to say. And, you know, it that was probably the hardest thing that I ever went through in my life. Um, but at the same time, you know, I, I saw this door open, yeah. you know, and... And it was like, you take it or it goes. Yeah, you know, it was, man. I, you know, I still think about it every day. You know, the the, all it takes is you know one thing to happen, and then I'm back right back in that situation. You know, so you know I try to take every day for granted because you know you never know. Um, yeah. So and, and at at this time when you get here, are are you both still friends? Or are yeah, you like, guys dating? No, we were, were still you know, friends. We were just friends. Um, you know, it it's 
a couple weeks went by, you know, I was uh, working at a um, factory over in Roanoke. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a, uh, it was actually a the the aerial factory, you mm. know, the pant company or whatever. Okay. Um, I was a packer for them, and um, you know, at the time I didn't really know what temp agency was, you know, um, and I didn't realize I went through a temp agency and. Um, I kid you not, I, I get off one day, I'm driving back from Roanoke, you know, back down to Mansfield, and I get a call talking about you, you're fired. And I'm just like, man, I ain't been here for two, like two weeks. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's like, dang, you know, what, what do I do next? Um, but like, you know, but I'm going to be honest, working in that factory I just couldn't stop thinking about her. Mm-hmm. It was it was something about her. I don't know whether it was, you know, her getting me out of the situation or, you know, just being so supportive. Um, you know, I mean, the the fact that she knew my situation, she knew, you know, she knew like this guy is literally starting from scratch. Right. You know, um I, th- I think it was just her being so genuine, you know, so nice. It just um, she was compassionate. Yeah, you know it. It it like I said, like every day I would go to work, like I just couldn't stop thinking about her. So um, what do you do with these thoughts? Well, you know, I was I was kind of scared to say anything, um, but I think. Um, I think I eventually opened up to her about it, um, and we had kind of, um, you know, we took it slow at the beginning, and because um, we didn't even tell our parents, like, like we were literally dating and staying at her parents' house, um, but they didn't know we were dating. Um, now, you know, I was raised you know, to, you know, you don't do anything like that, you know, at a parent's house, you know, um, out of respect, you know. Right. Um, and um, so, you know, it eventually got to that point where, you know, we were like, let's not hide it anymore. Let's be honest. And I'm going to be honest, they wasn't thrilled at first. Oh. You know, <laughs> you know the, the fact that, you know, this whole time they just saw me as this guy – you know, he's friends with her, and, you know, um, they, you know, they were just like, really? Like, is y'all really going to do this? And, you know, it, it still amazes me to this day, you know, being around them, like, you know, they, they tell me all the time, like, we, we, we are really thankful that, you know, that you're with our daughter, um, you know, uh, because, you know, I, I handle her, um, I think, for the most part, pretty well. Um, because um, I think, you know, when, when, um, you know, when we had talked on the phone, um, I told you about my wife having PT, I mean, uh, PMDD. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, you know, the struggle she faced with that. And um, um, she also has... Um, uh, What's it called? Um, I don't think it's. I don't think it's autism. I think it's. Um, dang it! 
but it's like another obstacle she has to um, face she's on her. De- that she dealt with. Yeah, like um, it's something that she, you know, she has to take medicine and all that for, um, and you know, um, it was, you know, you never really knew, um, never really knew what she went through, you know, dealing with that, um. Cause I still to this day haven't really like sat down and and read on, on you know the the, the PMDD and the um oh it's called Asperger's. Oh, okay. Um, she has PMDD and Asperger's. Um, and she she has a book on it. Um, you know at our at our place, but um I haven't really like sat down and read about it. You know to really understand um what she goes through because. Um, you know, she, cause you know, one minute she could be happy, you know, we could be sitting there watching the grassy or, you know, whatever it is on TV. And the next thing you know, you know, she just, she's a completely different person. You know, it's almost like, it's almost like a a demon coming down and grabbing her and, you know, and turn into a whole different person. Mm. Um, and, you know, and, and I feel like, um, you know, if there's anyone out there listening, um, and, and and you know anyone that that has Asperger's or um, PMDD, um, I genuinely would 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 love to hear um, would would love to hear y'all's story on it, um, and and how y'all cope with it to um, maybe help me, you know, help me cope with my wife. Um, how are you currently coping? Um, you know, for the most part, I, 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 I personally think that I do pretty good with her. Um, but, but I also know, you know, sometimes I can, I can be too much, you know, I can, I can push it over the edge. Um, cause for me making her mad, is kind of funny, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you, you see it like on the comical side. Yeah. I see it on the comical side, but but deep down inside, it's like, you know, um, it it almost like it's like a bomb with her, you know, um, you push it too much. And then, you know, like I said, it's a completely different person. It might just be a woman thing. You know, <laughs> it might, you know, it, it might be because, um, you know, women can be a handful. But but at the same time, you know, um us men put women through so much too, you know? Um, I think the thing is, um, and one of the things that I, I, I try to understand sometimes it's, is that like, and, and you'll, you can hear it in multiple videos, I'm sure. But, um, like men think very differently from women. And sometimes, especially if it's in the heat of a moment, it's hard. Like if, if, if you don't work on it, um, or you're not aware of it, um, and sometimes already in the situation, it's hard to be aware of it, even if you're aware of it and other times, but, um, you know, we see each other, we see things from like our perspective and the fact that men and women are very different and think very differently. Um, I think like understanding that, um, it's already like a big, like a, like a big step. And then the next thing is just figuring out how to work together. And I think you're, you know, you said, you know, you're, you're trying and, 
um, y- you you know how to cope with her for the most part. So yeah, for for I mean for you know for the most part I do, um, you know I, I still feel, you know there's a lot of work that needs to be done, mm. um, and you know that that goes for you know learning all about that, um, but also like. I feel like, um, and she's even told me this, that um, I sometimes do lack communication. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, that that definitely, like, takes a toll on us both mentally, you know, um, because it's, it's so frustrating that, you know, um, I don't feel like I lack communication, but, you know, she clearly, you know, she clearly sees it. Um, and it's just like... Um, it's just like, what do I do? You know, I, I feel like I open up to her. You know, I feel like I try to tell her everything. But but at the same time, like, I keep stuff bottled up a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I don't know if it's, uh, you know, a, I don't know if it's a part of me, like, you know, um, you know, like, am I afraid of what she might think? You know, mm-hmm. Um but at the same time, you know, it's like, you know, you've been married to someone for four years, you know, you should, you know, you should be okay to open up. Um, and so, you know, um, I feel like, um, I feel like reading up on, reading up on that, um, with the Asperger's and the PMDD will, you know, it would, it would help me understand her more, right? you know, with her dealing with, um, her problem, you know, her, her mental issues as well. Right. Um, because, you know, w- with this movement and all that, I had actually asked her the other day how she was mentally mm. um, because I didn't want her to make it think, of, you know, I didn't want her to think that, you know, that I was just only doing this movement for everybody else, mm. you know, and, and totally forget that my own wife has her own problems, you know. Um, so, you know, I definitely want to make sure that, you know, to ask her from time to time how she's doing. I think it's so important. Um, yeah. You know, because I don't want her to think that, you know, I care about the world, but, you know, I don't care about my own wife. So sweet. Um, So, you know, and, and that's why, you know, I was like, um, you know, how are you? You know, how are you? Mm-hmm. You know, because um, um, I'm going to be honest, we're going through a rough stretch right now because, um, you know, I, I really, I genuinely do, you know, feel like, you know, like I was really made for this movement almost. Um, cause, um, you know, making these videos, putting the content out and all that, it just genuinely makes me the happiest dude on this planet. Like you're enjoying you, it. Yeah. Like it, it, it's literally like adrenaline rush. Like, you know, like, um, I never got so comfortable behind a camera, you know, just, um, being, being you. Yeah, just being me, you know, doing, you know, even if it's the dumbest videos, you know, um, sometimes the dumbest videos are the funniest, you yeah. know, the people, you know, um, like, I, I mean, I did the, I did a, a shirtless video of me dancing and singing Barbie Girl, you know, <laughs> yeah. just, you know, just, it, it was, I, I literally did that just to, you know, um, because I feel like, you know, someone out there is, is going through something and they see that video and it may make them laugh and, you know, it may be a, a memory that they, you know, that they'll always remember, you know, that, you know, a video that they, that they can save and go back to and, you know, see it and, you know, 
might make them laugh again. Right. You know, um, it might be a little embarrassing, but, you know, um, I do it because, you know, like I say, you never know what someone might be dealing with. Right. Yeah, because you, the intention, the end goal, it's higher than, say, you know, those fears of, oh, what will people say? It's more like... It's more of the hey, this is gonna help somebody else, so I'll swallow whatever, whatever feelings I'm feeling, and then you get and then you get better at it, right? And then you you yeah. start you, you know you start kind of like those feelings that start kind of wearing off a little as as you do more, uh, which I'm sure that's been that's been your your experience. Now that you mentioned that uh, you you feel much more comfortable on camera and oh and yeah, stuff, like so. it's you know it's. It's almost like, um, it's almost like, man, like I'm not afraid to do almost anything now. <laughs> yeah. Um, although, As you shouldn't, right? Because there's only one live. Yeah. You know, that, that we know of anyway. So it's like, like a thousand years ago, there was people here living. We're here today. This is, this is our chance to do whatever it is that we can right now. And then... Once we're all past, there's gonna life is gonna continue, right? So it's right. like, what are you doing now? And and just do the best you can. Everything else is just really just our perception, which doesn't necessarily mean that it's that it's the truth, that it's the facts, that that is what's going on. It's just how we're seeing it in the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So. So then you break the 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 notice to your um to her parents that you guys are dating. Um, are you did they kick you out or they they allowed you to keep keep staying there? No, they they allowed me to keep staying there. Um, you know, to a, a certain point, you know, and then um, you know, but with them, um, you know, their religion, you know, to the point where like, you know, we, they don't want you sleeping together until you're married, um, you know, was kind of hard for them to um, allow us to go and get our own apartment for the first time. But also know that, you know, that they understand, you know, you get two, uh, two young adults in an apartment by themselves, you know, things may happen, you know, before the marriage part. Right. Um, and um, they were they were willing to... You know, they they actually, I think at that time they actually helped, like they actually helped us financially get the apartment. Mm. Um, like they helped they helped us get that boost, you know, to get our first apartment. Um, and you know, I had at that point, um, I had switched to being a uh, security officer. Um, you know, she was still doing her grooming, um, but, um. You know, I started doing security, and um, that was kind of, you know, the job I settled on for a while um, until I realized, like, my personality don't match to that, mm. you know. Because, um, I mean, the things that I saw doing that and, you know, the things that I, I, I witnessed during that, you know. Like what things? So, like, um, I had a scenario one day um, I was working and this lady, um, she was on a little electric cart, you know, coming out the store and um her food stamp card didn't go through. 
So, you know, I just, you know, nicely went up to her, you know, told her, you know, the situation, you know, um, she was, you know, she was fine with it. Um, but her son gets out of the car or out of the truck rather. And, um, he's got the, the phone camera all in my face. Um, because it was that, it was at that time I had switched from just an unarmed to an armed. Mm -hmm. So I was carrying, um, and, you know, he, he's got the phone out all in my face talking about you're on Facebook live. Um, we're, we're witness, we're witness, we're witnessing this white officer, white, uh, security officer about to shoot, shoot my black mama and all that. Um, and people don't understand how much that affects you knowing, you know, me personally knowing what kind of human I am, you know, what kind of person I am. And to hear someone like tell me that I'm gonna do something like that when I know I know what kind of person I am, you know, and, mm -hmm. and I knew how I was raised, um, you know, because um, my uh my best friend growing up was um he was a black guy, he helped he actually when my dad died, he was good enough to me that. He stood on the corner at the store with me and held out a bucket um and helped us raise the funds up to to bury my dad you know um and you know and to have this guy you know basically um racial profile me i guess right. I guess that's the way you say yeah. it um you know that and that hurt me so bad um you know dealing with that and then dealing with um, someone coming in with a gun, you know, and, and the company that I was with at the time, um, they didn't really train us that well on those situations, mm. you know, and, um, people don't understand the, the, um, the, um, uh, what's the word? Um, the, uh, you know, the responsibility that you have to deal with, you know, you being the only on person right. in that in that store and someone comes in with a gun, like, you know, me with my personality, like, I ain't nothing to pull out and shoot. Like, you know. Um, but at the same time, like, like I got the manager and all of them, like they're yelling at me, like, um, this girl's all in the manager's face. Um, and you know, I'm waiting on the supervisor to come to you know, kind of help me through the situation because, you know, it's one of those, you either fight or flight, you mm -hmm. know. Um, and, you know, with me, with my personality, I'm just like, you know, I don't want to be here. Can you just, you know, just let me go home? Like, I'm not trying to shoot nobody, you know. I, I don't want, I don't want to go to jail, you know. I'm thinking about all those scenarios in my head. I'm thinking about my wife, you know. Um, and it just... um you know, at that moment, it, that took a toll on me mentally too. Um, you know, getting cussed out by the manager, being called a fat ass, um, you know, um, constantly asking me all the time, like, uh, why'd you allow them to steal? Um, and I'm just like, I mean, you know, what do you want me to do? Like, I mean, I can, I can write the report, I can call the police, but if they, if, you know, if, if they're going to constantly come, you know, it's like, you know, what do you want me to do? Like, I can't just, I can't shoot somebody because they stole. 
Right, right. And I think you mentioned it before, you you didn't quite know how to handle the, um, a situation like that, meaning um, like the training you mentioned that wasn't really there to prepare you for this scenario, these type of scenarios. No, like they, like they didn't actually, I mean, they might have like played a video in front of you, but they never actually like, um, I don't really know how officers train nowadays, but um, they could have very at least put you in that situation, you know, um, like, you know, kind of like a live action situation, mm -hmm. you know, so that way you, you could be mentally, you know, a lot more prepared. Right. Um, because like, you know, a situation like that happens, um, you know, I got all these cashiers, I got the manager, all these other store people that I'm responsible for, you know, so if, if someone gets shot and killed up here, you know, I'm losing my job. I'm probably, you know, I'm probably getting getting in trouble for, you know, not being, you know, um, for not helping in that situation, you know, um, and and that, you know, that that job just it it just mentally tore me apart. Mm -hmm. um, every day, I just told the wife, please don't let me go to work today. Um, I mean, it, it was literally that bad, like. It was just how, how long ago was this? This was probably like three years ago mm. now. Um, but it was man, it was so it was so miserable. Yeah. It was it, it's gotta be the hands down the worst job I've ever had. Mm. A lot worse than that coach storage. <laughs> 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 I'm like, I'd rather deal with the cold than this. Yeah, yeah. Those 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 situations are are definitely for the ones that that seek for it or that that like that thrill or like that type of environment and want to help in that way um but yeah it's definitely i i it's i can see how it's it can be a hard scary job oh yeah especially after those scenarios so when the guy came in it was it a guy that came in with the gun no it was um it was a girl it was a girl um yeah she came in and um she came in with her girlfriend that like they you know they were buying stuff um but like apparently her car didn't go through or something and um the, the manager and it made her mad and so she started cussing the manager out and all that and she had like walked back home and came back and you know you could clearly see the pistol cuz she had like jogging pants on so you could clearly see like the shape of the gun mm -hmm. and you know and Man, my mind was just like, I was just like, what do I do? What do I do? You know, um, and, you know, the supervisor comes in and he's like, um, you know, he was walking, you know, telling me like what areas to stand at to get ready to fire and all that, you know, just in case she pulls it out. And and I'm just like, dude, I don't want to do this. Mm. You know, I'm just like, can you stay and just let me go? Like, you know, <laughs> I'm just like, I don't think I'm built for this, you know. Mm hmm. Um, you know, it, it was one of those that was, you know, at that moment, that's when you realize that job is not for you. Right. You know, cause you got to have that certain personality for that. Right. Um, now, you know, I will, I will say, you know, um, you know, I, I still have my gun, um, you know, and, and I feel like, you know, in a situation, especially if my wife is put in a situation, or, you know, a family member or, you know, someone's that's real close to me, you know, I, I ain't going to have no choice but to do it. Right. You know, 
but um like working for a company that you know doesn't put you in a situation right or you know um or you don't even get paid enough for it you know cuz at that point like i was getting like 15 25 an hour um which at the time you know at the time it felt like heaven you know cuz um i finally got a decent paying job you know we had our own apartment you know um you know at the time it just it felt like everything was was great yeah but you know until it came time to 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 make it some sort of action <laughs> yeah i i yeah i, I said no I, I i can't do it no more I, so did you quit there uh or or did you keep working after that incident no i i, I left you left that was um that was the line for me cause um it just you know like i said it just it really messed me up yeah. mentally yeah. So, you know, I want to go back to the when you were talking about the story where you were uh you were driving and having thoughts of suicide. Uh how long ago was that? That was honestly um 4 or 5 months ago. 4 or 5 months ago. Yeah. So it was I mean, it was very recent um cuz it it took me to um it, it took me into a whole other world. You know, um, it was like, I mean, just imagine you walk outside like right now, you know, it's sunny, you know, it's it's a real pretty day. Um, You walk outside, it's sunny and it's hot, but you walk out there and it's dark. You know, Mm. it almost feels like a a different world. Really? Yeah. It's, it's, it's one of the most scariest things, um, because it almost feels like you're you're walking around with a demon in you that's that's changing the way that you see the world. Mm, how were you seeing it? It was just cloudy. It was cloudy. It was dark. It was, you know, it, it almost felt like I had this this like I said this demon following me around that was, you know, telling me bad intentions, um, not necessarily like hurting anybody, um, or you know anything bad, but. You know, it was it was almost like telling me, you know, it's time for you to do it, kind mm. of thing. What was that? Were those the voices you were hearing in your head? It's time to do it. Basically, um, and you know, it it, it was so scary because, you know, I know my religion, you know, and I I know how I was raised, um, you know, um, it was always God first and all that, and you know, and and to feel that. You know, um, just feeling that, seeing it, you know, and um, knowing, you know, like um, just talking with the wife on the phone or even uh, my grandparents, you know, and and they're constantly telling me, you know, everything's fine, you know. um, And the days only got worse when it was like, especially raining, you Mm -hmm. know, it's real cold, um, you know. Man, those were the hardest days. They 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 make you want to just just lay up in the uh they they make you want to lay up like shut everything out like no lights or anything and just sit there. Um, you know, in, in hopes of of you you know you know being yourself again. Um, cause like during that whole two weeks. Or, or like the whole stretch that I, I was dealing with the depression, um, 
you know, the the wife, she she allowed me to just stay at the house, you know. Um, she took uh um she took a beating financially, um you know, like uh doing extra dogs or you know whatever the case may be at the time to just allow me to get through that depression. Mm. Um, but but also being supportive, you know. Um, but but at the same time, like we don't realize how bad that depression is affecting that, you know, taking a toll on, on, you know, your partner mentally, their self, mm-hmm. you know, um, it, it became to the point where, um, when I finally got the help, um, and I started like finally feeling, you know, feeling myself again, um, she broke down crying in the shower, um, because, you know, she was dealing with so much stuff, um, during that stretch and, um, cause I mean, um, I don't, uh, I, you know, I don't know if y'all have experienced anything like that. Um, I can't think of me ever experiencing anything like that. Okay. I mean, I've had moments where I feel sad and there's moments where I feel, um, you know, ups and downs, but I don't, I don't, I personally don't think I've ever felt depression okay i mean we all have said you know like i said i have my sad days and i have my days where some days are i'm more excited other days i'm you know kind of feeling more, a little bit more down um but i don't i i can't really complain really um i don't think i've you know so um but but i do know a lot of people that have been affected and their families get affected. Um, I've seen it. Um, I've seen, I, I even, you know, I, people that I know very closely to me that have said, you know, they've been depressed before or they, they have had moments of anxiety, depression. Um, and so, you know, but I, I, I cannot really, I don't think like the, even like the way you're, you're talking, your experience, like I can, I can, I can feel how that's not fun and that would not be cool. And, and, but I, I don't, I don't, I, I don't know that I can, that I felt that way before. Does that make sense? Yes, ma'am. Um, so like for you, like what, what would, like in these moments where, or when, when would you say that you think um, maybe most recently, even when, you know, it's, it's staying on this topic when you were thinking about uh, when you even had thoughts of suicide, how, how long had you been already dealing with depression? How like before, bef- the- like, yeah. Like what led into, to the, to those moments where you were staying home and. Um, it was, um, it was honestly the, um, it was like. Or do you think you were maybe depressed all this time? Maybe that point was just. I I, I feel like I, I was kind of depressed like during that whole time. Um, you know, it, it, it all started. I kind of feel like it all started with that job. You know, I, I feel like that. A security job. Well, from, from the security job to, um, the, um. When I left security, I went to DHL for about a, uh, over a year, year and a half or so. Mm. Um, and 
like towards the back end of that job, um, like right before I left there, um, it, it was a real rough patch. Um, because, you know, I, I genuinely just wanted to do my route, you know, go home and be with my wife, but, um, you know, getting called all the time to, you know, go and help someone, um, you know, it just, it, if it, it just, it took a toll on me mentally, you know. Um, Why do you think? Well, um, you know, I already felt like, you know, I kind of already felt like I was getting underpaid compared to others. And then, you know, doing, doing this extra workload, um, you know, it just, it's like, you know, the money's nice, but, um, when you're doing 65, 70 hours a week, you know, it, it take it takes a toll on you mentally. Um, and, and I just felt like constantly getting those calls, you know, when I just like, I'm not physically tired, but I'm like mentally tired, you know, it's like, um, I go and do this last pickup, you know, I just want to get home, you know, I just want to get home, spend time, you know, spend time with my wife, my dogs, um, and, you know, I just got, you know, it, it just got to the point where I just couldn't do it no more, mm-hmm. um, and I don't think, I don't really think that that really started anything, but it could have had an effect on it, um, Cause like once I, you know, once I left there, um, I was trying to call myself selling solar, but like, you know, like that, the, um, these people that sell solar, they don't have no respect when it comes to people that have, um, soliciting, you know, no soliciting signs up. Um, and you know, with me being a good person that I am, you know, if they have no soliciting, I don't even try to even turn my head, look at their door. You know, I just keep going because, you know, they have a sign up for a reason. Right. Um, but this company that I was working with, they didn't care. You know, they 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 were like, um, you know, we've had people that um, you know, had no soliciting signs and we sold, you know, we would sell to them. And I'm like, yeah, until you find the wrong person, you know, that opened up that door and they got a gun sitting there, you know, um, <laughs> down here in Texas, like, they don't play, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, going through that and, like, you know, going through that whole time and, you know, knowing that, like, I'm doing this, but I'm not getting paid for it because all of this is commission-based. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you have to, you know, you have to try to sell it to, you know, get paid, and, you know, it, it just put us through a rough patch, mm-hmm. um, and I think from that and, um, you know, finally getting this other job, and I just... Sounds like it was just building up, like, yeah. one thing after another. You don't really have anything stable, everything that you're, uh, every, every job you're encountering, you know, it's like, it's it's just not working out for you. Um, yeah, it's like, it's like every job that I had, it's like, I just wasn't happy, mm-hmm. you know, like I, I, you know, I like, I, I could go on to work, you know, um, I can go, you know, I can go do my work shift, but at the same time, it's like, this is so miserable. You know, this, this isn't what felt like, you know, what it, it's not, it doesn't feel like what I need to do, you know. And do, do you think it's, it was like 
the job or do you think it was maybe like just like your mind you know just um just all everything really just compounding you know from your childhood um to where it's like it's like it, it maybe unconsciously you're you know you're carrying that you know it, that that very well could have an effect uh, uh you know it, you it, know? it, it very well could have played a role in it um because you know just just from time to time just thinking about it mm-hmm. um you know and, and just not really opening up to everybody about it um you know because it almost seemed like every time I would like talk with my grandparents about it, you know, especially about my older brother, um, and that situation and stuff. And, um, it's almost like she would always give an excuse for him, Mm. you know, like that he's not all the way there, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, but, but, you know, but at the same time, it's like, you know, what about me? You know? Um, did you, did you have any, like, um, growing up, at any point, did did you have anybody that 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 you were inspired by, or anybody you looked up to, whether it was a teacher in school or, you know, just anybody that 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 inspired you or that you looked up to? Not not necessarily. No. Um, I didn't really have, you know, I didn't um, I didn't grow up like watching super superhero movies or. Um, you know, growing up, we really didn't have cable. Like there was actually, and I've only recently told my wife this, but um, there was one point where I had actually signed up cable through my grandpa's name um, and got like a free, you know, like a free trial through it. Um, and, you know, they were wondering like, well, why is cable box here? You know, um, you know, I'm just, a, you know, I'm just a, uh, a teenager, you know, just trying <laughs> to get some cable, you know, uh-huh. and, and, you know, wind up running up a $200, $300 bill because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm just, you know, I'm like, I'm like, well, we, you know, I, I never got this. So, yeah, you know, um, uh, so it's like, you know, I'm, I'm going to do this. Give it a shot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. So what, what were you doing? What was, what were you doing or what line of work were you in? When when you were driving and you were having all these these dark thoughts, um, that was when I was um doing the um the uh, medical delivering. Mm. Um, that was when you know going through that, and you were delivering uh, medical equipment. Yeah, I was delivering medical equipment. Um, delivering like hospital beds for the patients. Um, oxygen tanks, canes. Um, portable, you know, portable potties, um, man, you name it, mm. uh, you know, whatever's in the medical field almost. Okay. Um, nebulizer, um, I think they even did feeding bags and I, I still don't know how to do that to this day. <laughs> um, but I think, um, I think dealing with that and then like, um, the thought of doing the on call, um, Cause like they would have, they would always have someone on call at night mm-hmm. and the, um, the anxiety of doing the on call and, you know, not really feeling like my paperwork is going to be good for this or, you know, or not really knowing, um, 
what to expect, you know, what kind of call you're going to get. Um, I just feel like a lot of that, you know, it, that really helped push that, you know, that anxiety, yeah, that anxiety, that depression, you know, it, it, it almost felt like it raised that level for it, you know, mm-hmm. um, and, you know, that was the, um, that was the moment, you know, I was like, I was like, man, this is so miserable, you know, um, and then, you know, the fact that, um, you know, you're having to, I'm having to go in, I'm having to take these orders and, and I'm having to, um, I'm having to act like a complete different person when I walk in these patients' homes, you know, and, and some of them have stage four, stage three cancer, you know, and their family are, are trying their best to, um, you know, like I say, keep pushing, you know, to cope, to cope and, you know, and I'm having to go in here and knowing that I'm battling this depression myself, you know, and I have to go in these patients' home and with a smile on my face, you know, and, and you know, explain the equipment to them, um, you know, go over, you know, the, um, the rules and everything. Um, and, you know, from there, like walking back out, like after I do their order, walk back out and I, I get back in my van and, and, you know, uh, you know, like I said, like bust out in tears, you know, um, and just feel like, you know, just, it just, you know, you got the support, but at the same time, you know, you just feel like you feel alone, you know, mm. um, but, you know, my wife was so supportive through that, you know, she, she did her absolutely best and, and I just feel like she saved me, you know, from How it. So? You know, just um, you know, just just her being there. Mm. You know, um, cause every time that I will think about the suicide, um, I just saw her pretty smile. You know, um, and and I just knew, you know, I knew what what she did for me, what she sacrificed, like the chances she took. Mm. You know. Like, I could have been a serial killer, right? you know, driving down here to kill her or, you know, whatever. Right. Um, You know, and the fact that she took that risk, um, you know, it, it just thinking about that, you know, it was almost like a timeline in my head, you know, like um, I just started seeing, like, flashbacks, you know, just thinking about her and, you know, thinking about um, just thinking about everything, you know, it. it it made me realize, like, you know, there's, I got more life left, you know, mm. I, you know, I shouldn't, I shouldn't do that, mm. um, you know, cause, um, you know, there were times where I just wanted to go in there and just, you know, mm. just, you know, just, just to have it, you know, ready, but, um. So she's been your savior, sounds like, she's, she's. Yeah, she's she's definitely the reason why I haven't just gave up. Mm-hmm. Um, because, um, you know, uh, you know, like I said, like, um, I still don't know how she a hundred percent. Um, I don't. I still don't know how a hundred percent how she deals with her PMDD and her Aspergers and all that. And you know, I really do need to make sure to read more about it, or you know, or hope that you know someone out there, you know, could, 
could um help me understand it more mm-hmm. um because you know um you know that's my wife you know i i, I want to um i don't ever want to lose her you know mm-hmm. um she means everything to me um you know it's just like every relationship you know everyone has their ups and downs you know but you know at the end of the day when you find someone that helps you at your lowest you yeah. know like like where i was at you know at my lowest like you know eating green beans out of a can like that will make you you know love someone like you never loved anyone mm. you know um because you know there's so many people that you know that wouldn't want to be with someone because you know they're not financially set or you know um you know the fact that she allowed me to just start over you know and and work you know try to work my way up to it yeah um you know it just feels like a blessing you know well i think that's a that's a great foundation to you know even with the movement you started to you know um to to it's it's a good foundation the fact that you guys are both supportive of each other of course there's you know the ups and downs of every relationship but at the end of the day, uh, I think there's no doubt that there is love and that there is compassion and that uh, you both care for each, for each other. Even though I don't know her, just by you just describing, you know, how she's impacted your life, I can, I can definitely say and see how she's, you know, she's compassionate, she's understandable, um, you know, and, and, you know, she loves you because why why would why would anybody you know just deal through everything and even like when she allowed you to stay home so you can get yourself kind of back together out of that rut you know taking extra dogs to to make ends meet like that like there's no other proof than that i mean it's i mean there's even more proof now because i mean it's kind of the same situation right now like um after the um medical delivery like after i left there um we had we had started to open up um i I wanted out so bad so um i wanted to um because i knew she had the clients with her dog grooming um i wanted to i wanted to expand her business and allow myself to be my own boss um and so we had um, we were trying to do uh, poop scooping, like I was trying to add like poop scooping on, um, dog walking, um, and um, it was something else. Um, oh, playtime with Hunter. Um, that's what it was named. Um, we were trying to add those services, um, you know, so that way, you know, I could take on those clients and then she can take on her grooming clients. Mm-hmm. But um during this whole time there was never one person call about the the poop scooping or the and all you know all that the other services even after having like the sign on the car you know driving around doing uber um no one ever called um and we for sure thought at least one of her clients you know would have been interested you know in the services and so during this whole time She's literally had been taking the the brutal punch in of the financial load. Mm-hmm. Um, 
even worse than when I was dealing with my depression, I feel like. Um, and, and, you know, I feel so bad that she's, she's dealing with that, you know, um, and, and how much it's affecting her mentally and, you know, um, mentally, physically, emotionally, um, just, you know, for someone having to take on so much, um, you know, while, 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 you know, their, their partner is, you know, figuring out, you know, how to, you know, how to help with it. You know, but at the same time, like, you know, be happy doing it. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, it was it was at the moment when I realized, you know, like, okay, I'm not getting no clients. Um, so, you know, I was like, that's when I started doing the videos. And, you know, the videos just, you know, especially after losing the weight, the, you know, being on camera and doing the videos, it just clicked. I was like. I was like, I would just love to do this, you know. Mm -hmm. I was like, you know, I can do this, and, and everything that I went through, um, you know, I can use my videos to support for others, you know, who, um, who, you know, whatever mental illness that they're going through, you know, they can come to my videos, and you know, it, it could help them out, you know, it could it could bring them up, um. But, you know, but at the same time, like, while I'm trying to work on that, you know, my wife is, like, she's going through so much, mm -hmm. you know, having to take the, the, like, having to take on more more dogs mm -hmm. or, you know, staying out later. Um, she knows, you know, I, I'm still out and about trying to do Uber, you know, trying to do the best I can, but, um, but she also knows, like, like, like doing these videos and, and all this, like, I've never been the happiest dude on this planet, you know, um, to, to have someone message you and talking about that it genuinely made their day, um, or, or the fact that it, it saved them from attempting to do something. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, it, you know, it, it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So like, um, when you, when you went through this whole episode of, okay, uh, you're driving, you're thinking of a dry of driving, like, off the, bridge. off the bridge um and you know you're you're having all these thoughts and then you decide you're not gonna do it um wh what do you do then because i'm sure like it's not like you know the depression just you know went away so what what do you do to like how do you cope with it afterwards it started um it was like it was almost like everything was starting to fade away um, the more I started taking my medication, mm. you know, like, um, so you went to like go see a doctor of, or did, had yeah. you seen a doctor already? Yeah. So I had, um, um, I had never thought about, you know, seeing, uh, um, like, a uh, like the one, uh, we call it mental doctors mm -hmm. or, or whatever those doctors are. Um, you know, the thought of ever seeing one of those never crossed my mind. Um, but you know, I had to go see one because I need, you know, I needed to help. Was it a, was it a doctor doc like a or was it like a therapist type? No, it was or? um um just like a uh like a primary care doctor, but like um they they deal with you know the people that need like um you know the bipolar medicine or AD, ADHD okay. or um you know one of those doctors um because it you know it was a, it was a complete new experience for me because 
it's it, it wasn't one of those doctors where you walk in and they got the table ready for you, you know, where you can sit on the table or or whatever. Like it was literally like when you walk in, it looks like an office where there's, you know, a couple seats, you know, and and then there's a doctor behind a glass or or you know, especially like during COVID, you know, mm. they put those things up. Um but like, you know, it was like you know, it was during all that, you know, talking with them mm. and, um, you know, after they, they put me on the medication, um, which they had already told me, like, it was going to take more, you know, a couple of weeks before it to really start working. Um, they, um, it was, you know how I mentioned, um, like if you walk outside, you know, it'd be sunny, but it looks dark. Mm-hmm. Um, like as days progressed, um, it was it was it it almost had looked like the sun started peeking through the clouds, you know. Mm-hmm. Even 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 with it being sunny out there, um, you know, it just, you know, things just started looking different, you know, but in a good way, mm. you know. Um, I started feeling like a lot happier, um, you know, talking with the wife, you know, it, it um, everything started to feel fine, okay, you know, um. You just start feeling yourself again, okay. you know, like 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 before, you know, before that dark period that you go through, um, you know, you 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 just feel like you felt before you went through that, mm-hmm. um, which you know it's I guess it could be different from you know for everybody, um, but you know it was um, it it was crazy. It yeah. was. Um, so t- tell me, tell me about your weight loss. Cause I, you lost a hundred pounds. So when was that? And how did the, ha- how did that happen? So, um, it, it kind of all started, um, you know, like I said, like a week before Thanksgiving, mm. um, which, uh, how long ago? Um, like what year? It was last year. Oh, last, last year. Yes, ma'am. Um, and, uh, like I said, it was, it was like a week before Thanksgiving, um, uh, you know, me and the wife, we started talking about it and, you know, all that. And, um, at the time, you know, it didn't really, it didn't really hit me that, you know, I had got so big, but, um, seeing myself through the, uh, through the picture, you know, or even a mirror, um, you know, it, it was like, man, you really have gotten real big, you know? Um, because, you know, like I told you, like, People don't understand, like, um, like you can hide this food, you know, from your spouse or, um, you know, your family or whoever it may be, you know. But if, you know, if your body isn't burning that stuff off, you know, like you may, you, like you may, you might be able to hide it right then, but they're going to see it. Mm. They're going to see it eventually. Compounds. Yeah. <laughs> they going to, whether it's your thighs, your stomach, your face. Whatever the case may be, they're gonna see it. If if you're not out there burning it out, running or exercising or, you know, um burning it. Yeah. Like, um, you know, um, that's kinda when it, you know, it really hit me, like, you know, like, yeah, I'm hiding it from her, but she she's seeing it. Mm. That's why she's, you know, she like she basically pulled me to the side and was just like, You gotta do something. Um she was like, um, 
I want you long, you know, she was like, I want to be married to you long-term, you know, not short-term mm. because, you know, I, I got so big, I was on my uh, blood pressure medicine. Um, I, I was supposed to have been taking that every day, but, you know, most days I wouldn't take it. Um, and, you know, going to the doctor all the time, they kept telling me, you're on stroke level, you're on stroke level, mm. you know, and, and that, you know, having high blood pressure it's already a silent killer uh, because you feel fine, but you go to the doctor and they check your blood pressure and they're telling you, um, you know, you may have to go to the hospital because you're, you know, you're at probably one of the highest levels. You know, they're telling you, you know, you could have a stroke at any second. You could have a heart attack. Mm -hmm. That, that is scary to hear, you know, um, and, you know, hearing that from the doctor and then, you know, here, you know, having my wife constantly on me, which at the time it felt like, you know, it felt like I couldn't just be me. You know, mm -hmm. I couldn't just eat what I want. You know, I couldn't just couldn't enjoy, enjoy life. But now when I look back on it, it's like she just wanted to, um, you know, she just wanted me to be feel, around. Yeah, be around, feel better. Um, you know, look better. Mm -hmm. Um, I already like now, like you know, going through that that time, uh, losing all that weight. Like now, you know, I tell her all the time, like you don't need that. That's carbs, you know. <laughs> um, you know, I I I had gotten so serious with it that you know, um, I try messing with her. You know, I, I mess with her when she eats her fried chicken or whatever. <laughs> um, you know, uh, but. You know, I, so so what you know, she pulls you aside and has a conversation like, "Hey, Hunter, like, uh, we need to, you know, do something about this weight." And so, what do you do next? Um, so you know, I, I you know, I just started looking up like companies or you know whatever the case may be, and um, she had mentioned that she knew a friend. Um, or she like had a friend on Facebook that was doing like OptiV or whatever. Um, and, um, at the time we were lucky that we were, you know, able to afford it. But, um, her, um, she told me about it. I contacted her friend. Um, and, you know, we, we talked on the phone, you know, about the program and everything. And, um, uh, she she got me set up, you know, have got my first box and all that, um, because it's basically prepackaged food um, that you know you eat like five, you, you basically eat like six meals a day, but um, five of them are through the company, mm. um, and through the prepackaged yeah food. pre prepackaged whether it's like um, like most time uh, a lot of stuff is like prepackaged bars. Or um, um, there was like macaroni cheese like in a packet that you put water in, you know, which is nasty by the way. Um, because I had to use a ton of seasoning, like <laughs> everything was tons of seasoning, like um, no flavor, no flavor. Like it was, <laughs> like um, it. Oh man, it was. I I tell you what, it was one of the hardest things I had to do, 
you know, because I had to sacrifice a lot of fast food, a lot of, you know. What you were used to. Yeah, you know, what I was used to, like waking up and um, getting my, um, you know, sweet tea or, you know, um, good old coffee with, a ton, you know, five spoonfuls of sugar. Um, mm-hmm. That was another thing that I, I really had to give up was, um, that was another issue I had was, um, which I still struggle with my uh, drinking my, you know, my zero sugar drinks. Mm-hmm. But um, back then it was the sugar ones. Mm. You know, it was the regular Pepsi or the regular Dr. Pepper. Um, and, you know, I was... When I was, um, especially my DHL days, um, I was, I was drinking 1.5 liters, um, you know, four or five a day. Of Coke? Of whether it's Coke, Pepsi, you know, and, 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 you know, now when I- Not the sugar-free or the diet? No, (laughs) no, like, and when I, you know- Look, looking back now and seeing, you know, you see how the sugar-free one is, you know, zero grams of sugar. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and looking back on it now and thinking all that sugar that I was putting in my body, right. that's what was, that was, you know, you know, when, when you have a certain body type that doesn't really process sugar well, like I do, um, you know, that's, that's part of the reason why I had gotten really, really big, you know, drinking that many a week, um, you know, which I, you know, which I said, you know, I I still drink my sugar-free ones and I'm still kind of pretty bad on it. But, but at the same time, like it allows me to get my drink, you know, my, my, um, my uh, acidic kind of drink. Um, but at the same time, like it's not putting, it's not, you know, doing that same damage. Yeah. You know, it's not doing the same damage. Um, yeah. I know some people, you know, can say like, um, um, like even my wife is like, um, you know, aspartame is, you know, it's just as bad. I'm like, well, I mean, there's a ton of people that say, you know, the ones that drink that, you know, um, they work out, they do all this and that, you know, and it doesn't affect their weight loss. Um, but, you know, making that switch and then, you know, making my eating habit switch. Um, were you able to stay on that Optavia plan? Yeah, so I I stayed on that for about um, I'm gonna say about three or four months. Mm. How s- how much uh how many how much how many pounds did you lose? Man, it and man it about it four, four months you said. Yeah, four. Let's see. Um, November. Um, I went December, January, February, March. We in July. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, okay, I'm gonna say about six, about six months. Um, that's when I lost about about eighty five pounds or so. Um, you know, it, it it eating their food, doing their their plan. Um, which you don't have to do any exercise. Mm-hmm. Um, you just literally eat their food. Um, cause you like you eat the fueling every two hours. Mm-hmm. So every two hours you would either eat, you know. Mac and cheese, their mac and cheese, or their little chocolate bar, or um, it's it's basically you know, it's basically you you're just fueling your body basically. That's mm-hmm. why they call it fueling mm-hmm. because you're not you know you're not overeating. You're not you know, you're not eating two supersonic burritos from Sonic. 
Mm-hmm. You know, you're you're eating this little bar that's just giving you just enough energy for you to make it to your next two hour, mm-hmm. you know. But by that point, you know, your body's already broke it down. Um, and you know, by that point, you basically have used that bar for the energy. Um, and you know, having that, um, you know, being able to eat that the the five times and then coming home and, and getting to eat you know my grilled chicken with my asparagus and all that it 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 really it really allowed me to um allow my stomach to shrink you know um but you know not just my stomach but you know my thighs my legs um even my face man i could show you pictures of my old self uh, uh you know when i was at my heaviest and like it was like probably out here um but how much did you weigh at your heaviest I think it was around 360, um, mm-hmm. three, what, 354, 355, close to 360, I suppose. Um, and, you know, I, I did Optavia for that long. Um, but, you know, like I said, it's so, it's so, it's, um, it's so expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, three, $400 a month. Um, but, but you're basically, you're, you know, the only food you're having to buy is, you know, your dinner. Oh, yeah, right. Um, so, you know, you're basically taking out a lot of the groceries you would buy, right. you know, but you're just paying for it all at one time. Makes sense. Um, so, you know, you just, you know, you just buy your, you know, whatever you're going to eat that night, which they actually have like uh, meals that you can, you can eat, you, you know, that like, like recipes. Yeah. Or? Like okay. they have recipes like you, um, you make their recipes and, um, it you know it gives you enough food where you know it doesn't doesn't make you feel sluggish you know it 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 just it's just they know the right amount you know yeah so when when like did you uh, when you started losing weight did you start feeling different and feeling better or oh my my energy has been through the roof mm. I'm gonna be honest I've um. I've never felt so much energized in my life. Wow. Um, like I don't feel I don't feel sluggish anymore. I don't feel um you know, I, I haven't really had any back pain lately. Mm. Um with all that weight, you know, weight off of me, like makes my, sense. You don't have to carry all this extra hundred pounds yeah. on your body, on your bones. Yeah, and like <laughs> I'm starting to move like move faster. Mm. Um you know, I just, it's just, it's amazing how, how weight loss can really make someone feel like, and, and now my confidence like to the, you know, through the roof, mm. um, you know, um, my self-esteem is through the roof. Like, mm. you know, like, I, like, I know I still got work to do, but you know, it's, it's, it's when you look back on what you used to be and then you see yourself now and, you know, you, you see the sacrifice you went through. You know, it's 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 amazing. It, it's it's truly amazing how how weight loss can can you know make you feel like when you look at the old self and you look at yourself now, it's just like who is that guy? <laughs> you know, it's like you even think different. You look differently and you think differently now. Yeah, it's like you know, and, and you feel differently. Yeah, and it's like, you know, and, and now, like, I see food different now. Like, mm. you know, 
like my old self would used to go to uh you know I would go to Chicken E and I would get you know the 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 biggest combo I can get, you know um I haven't recently had Chicken E since the weight loss, mm. but like you know if I did I wouldn't have to go get the biggest thing anymore, mm. you know um like um like earlier today I I I I ate something from Jack in the Box right um. You know, some people would get the six piece or whatever, uh, chicken strip. Mm-hmm. I only need three piece now, you know. Yeah. And like, you know, that's I get that with like a diet drink, and you know, um, as long as you know your macros, mm. you know, um, which uh, not lately, but I had been using the My Fitness Pal, mm-hmm. and um, because I was I had the free trial, you know, and and. Oh man, if you're trying to lose weight, you gotta try my fitness pal. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you, it is a game changer. It 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 gives you the it gives you the macro numbers for your daily, and and you would be surprised how much food you can actually eat. Yes. And, and you know, like um, like you know, if it's telling you that you can have 1,600 calories, and you know, you know, you still can go have your fast food. You know, just you know, don't if you go stay on, within your your goals. Yes, yeah, you know, your stay, daily goal. Yeah, you know, like um, it, it allows you to like you know put in McDonald's for a McDouble. You know, um, you know, and you can still have your Mc you know McDouble for the day. You know, but you may have to sacrifice something else. You know, or like the fries, sacrifice the fries, not eat the fries. Well, you know, a lot of people actually still eat the fries mm. because um, because it's it's as long as you, um, you know, as long as you're not overdoing the carbs or the fats, you know, from the fries, um, you know, like, like if you were if you were going to eat a fry for lunch, you know, um, eat your yogurt for dinner, mm. you know, mm-hmm. which is you know, um, the uh the triple uh zero triple yogurt whatever it's called mm. uh I can't pronounce it but I can spell it it's like O I K O S um, it's like a yogurt company. Okay. Um, but they have like the uh triple zero. It's like 80, 80 calories for this big little container. Mm-hmm. But it's just like, you know, little things like that that you can substitute. Right. That, you know, um after you eat it, you still can feel full the same way you feel full from those small fries. Right. Um, you know, it's just like, you know. You still can enjoy some things, but you still gotta sacrifice some things. Definitely, you know. <laughs> yes. Um, but it, but it's like you know, are you willing to do it to to lose it? You know, and, and that was something that you know, mm-hmm. it it took me a, a long time to uh to realize is you know, you may be sacrificing it, but you you're not for sacrificing it for for your life. You know, your whole life. You know, you still can have it, just don't overdo it. It's uh, it's control, right? Yeah, it's 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 all about control. So, it's, and which leads to like self discipline, being self disciplined to only have, uh, the portion that you tell yourself it's okay to eat for the day. Yeah. Right. So it's uh, definitely self self discipline, for a lot of things. Yeah. So so after uh, so when you decide to like no longer continue with Optavia, I know it's a little pricey. Uh, th- that you learned a lot, and and did you did you continue staying in some sort of 
uh, a diet or some or something. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's when I I downloaded my Fitness Pal. Mm. Um, I did the uh, the calorie calculator online. Mm. Um, you know, put in my my uh, my current weight. I put in my you know my height. Um, it gave me this this calorie number. You know that basically states you know like you could lose one to two pounds if you if you eat you know in between this number mm-hmm. and um I basically took you know that number I put it into my fitness pal and I put like my goal you know what my weight goal would be and that app is magical it gives you the it gives you your your carbs for the day and literally everything you eat you can scan the package mm-hmm. and it you know it takes your your numbers from you and like you know um and you know during that time my wife will still get on to me because she's like you're eating again and i'm just like i still got 18 carbs left <laughs> I, I, i'm finna use these carbs you know and she's like well do you need it and i'm like not really, but I mean, if it's available, I'm gonna take it. You know, <laughs> you know, it's almost like um, having 18 extra dollars in the bank account. You know, because it, because <laughs> in a certain way, your body is like a bank account. You yeah. know, um, you know, your, your body has so many numbers when it comes to food and drink, and you know, and all that. Um, and so, you know, I was just like, I saw that 18 grams. I'm like, you know, (laughs) Hey, that's a yogurt, you know, it's, (laughs) you know, and and like I tell her, you know, it's not like, it's not like I'm having, uh, you know, a a McDouble from, from, you know, McDonald's, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just substituting something healthy, you know, yeah, I have some fruit or, you know, whatever the case may be. Yeah. Um, but you know, I, I use that app and, and, um, you know, every day started tracking my breakfast, you know, I would have my protein, uh, you know, I started in, you know, I started really getting into the protein stuff, mm-hmm. you know, protein shakes, protein bars. Um, you know, we, I just talked into doing Sam's Club, you know, and got the big things of protein drinks and bars. And, and so, I mean, that was basically like a lot of my meal replacement. Yeah. Um, after, uh, after getting off the Optavia. You know, I started doing like high protein, low carb, low calorie kind of diet, um, buying the zero carb tortillas, mm-hmm. um, you know, because you still can have the bread, but it's just, you know, it's it's replacing the 150 calorie bread for the 40 calorie. Just selected, so yeah. selective. About, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like, you know, it's like you, you can inst- you can still enjoy these things. Just, you know, make adjustments. Mm. Um, you know, it, it's all about adjusting to, um, you know, a more healthier lifestyle, Definitely. you know, um, and you can, you know, like I said, you still can go have your McDonald's, you know, whatever restaurant you go to, you can still have it. Just be careful on what you eat and how much and how much. <laughs> yeah. And that's the key thing. Oh. And that's something that the wife drilled in my head mm. all the time is portion control, portion mm-hmm. control. Um, and you know, part of me, I was so hard headed, you know, um, and I still have, you know, I still have my moments. Aren't, aren't, aren't we all hard headed at times? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, and I, I still have my moments where, you know, um, you know, I might have an extra bag of, uh, Takis or, um, which, you know, are the mini ones, mm. you know, um, cause again, being selective, yeah, get the mini ones. yeah, get the mini ones, you know, and, you know. Um, you know, don't, 
Because with the mini ones, it allows you to still have your Takis, but not overdo it, mm. you know. Um, and that's what I learned a lot about the this journey is, you know, you got to be selective. Mm. Be careful what you, you know, be careful what you select. But at the same time, like, you don't have to completely cut everything out. Right. And, you know, essentially you're you're adding years uh, to your life, um, you know, being even being already warned by the doctor, you know, and, um, and, and you're learning not only just putting yourself in a, in a healthier path, uh, but like educating yourself throughout the process, you know, you just learn so much. Yeah. Like, like I swear that plan has taught me so much about, um, nutrition facts Mm. and, you know, it, it you know it, it got me to the point now where like I get on to the wife literally you know <laughs> she's she's um which um fun fact about my wife is um she was actually born with the ability not to smell mm. um so it interferes with her taste buds um so like one one drop of pepper can literally be like a habanero to me. Um, so if, if she eats that one little drop of pepper, you know, it, it's, it's like a habanero to her. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, um, so like, haven't really been able to like, we haven't really been able to like cook something together. Um, uh, cause a lot of times, you know, I forget that I, that she can't have seasoning. So, mm. you know, you have to kind of adjust, you know, like I have to make something that's, un, you know, unseasoned. You know, and then have mine that seasoned. Mm-hmm. Um, but with her say her taste buds, you know, so different. You know, the foods that I love, you know, it, she she you know she may not like it all. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, that's kind of like another challenge. You know, being married to someone, you know, that that doesn't have the ability to smell. Um, you know, and and you know, I tell her all the time, like I really wish you could try Chinese food. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, cause this, cause I don't know. I was like, uh, cause like I'm telling you, it, if you could eat it, it would be, you know, you would love it. Mm-hmm. But um, but you know that at the same time, like that's what, uh, you know, my old Can't self control it. My old self, I ain't gonna lie. My old self would go to Chinese place, um, and you know, I would get off work, go by the Chinese place, like China King over there on South Cooper. Mm-hmm. Um, I stopped by there and and you know get me a plate and promise you three pounds of it to about twenty two dollars i go home i'll throw on youtube and i'll eat that whole plate (laughs) (laughs) and trust me it bit me in the it bit me in the end (laughs) i didn't you know like 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 i tell you you know you don't realize you know you sitting there eating that whole three pounds of food you know you don't realize what it really does to your body, mm-hmm. you know. And, and you know, at the time, like I was like, you know, oh, it'd be fine, you know. And, you know, it won't affect me. Like, you know, I'm not gonna gain the weight from it. Then, you know, next thing you know, like the wife is, you know, she's noticed. Mm-hmm. You know, um, she noticed from the hugs. Um, you know, it's the little things that you know people don't realize. You know, um, that you know, from a hug to a kiss to a, you know. Whatever the situation is, like, you know, people notice. Yeah. They may not say anything right then, but, right. you know. Well, and I think, you know, we notice too, but, um, but then, you know, it's, 
it may take a it may take a while and i think sometimes you know and, and i say that because you know i i lost myself i i mean i lost 50 pounds uh, i mean it's not 100 pounds but it's still something where i had to get disciplined with you know with with my choices of food right so right. and 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 it's like yeah, maybe there's a point where you're you're not really thinking about it. You're just eating as you know you're living, but then it gets to the point where, or at least for me, it got to the point where, like I I knew, I knew that the path that I was on it was only gonna get worse. Right. You know. Um. I mean, you know, I, I I'm sure people around me noticed, um, my weight gain, but like. Like my husband never told me anything. He always was, you know, loved me as as the first time. Never said a word. But I'm like, no, I like this is this is this for me, right? It was like, no, this is not. And so I, I understand, like, I I understand, like, like having to say no to the stuff you, to all that good, delicious stuff you had yesterday or you had for the past couple of years. Um, you know, it, it, it is hard. So that's very admirable for you, you know, and, um, you know, hats off to your wife that literally just saved you basically. She's like, Hey, this is no longer about like looks or anything. This is about your health and yeah, about having you here longer so that not, you know, some, so to pre try to prevent from a day, you know, something happening and it's like. Yeah, and, shoulda, and, coulda, woulda, and it, 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 you know, and I, and I, I, that was, you know, something else that uh, you know I really wanted to preach about is, you know, um, losing weight can be so beneficial for your 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 mental health, mm -hmm. um, cause you know it, it just it puts you in better moods, um, you know it just it just it brightens you up like you know it you lose that weight it makes you want to go out there and take a walk. Right. You know, to clear your mind, um, you know, it just it 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 helps you to keep moving, you know, so you can try to keep your mind off of things. Um, and this is all all this this whole weight loss was without exercise. Yeah. Without exercise. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's that's amazing. Yeah. And, and you know, I've only recently, you know, um, started doing, you know, and, and that's what the videos, they, they helped me start doing push ups. Um, you know, and, and, you know, they, they, every day I was doing my push-ups. like, um, like last week, I think I maxed out like 42. Nice. <laughs> and, you know, like the fact that I've never been able to do 42 push-ups. No kidding. You know, um, you know, those videos generally helped, you know, yeah. just, you know, because it was, it was like helping me physically, but it was also, you know, someone else see it. You know, it was helping them, you know, um, and, you know, seeing the uh, the positive um, reactions from people that see it, mm -hmm. you know. I mean, obviously, you're going to have your haters, you know, the you, you're going to have the people that. The naysayers. Yeah, yeah like, yeah. you know, like I, I had one lady, you know, uh, well, what's that doing for cancer, you know? And I'm just like, well, it's, it's doing more than what you're doing. <laughs> right, oh. it's raising awareness. And then, you know, I had another guy, um, 
and he was like, uh, why can't you just take the money and just donate to the cancer place and just call it call it a day? And I'm like, well, what's that going to do? Yeah, I mean, it may help toward, you know, uh, cancer research, but, you know, um, they're not understanding what this movement was really, you know, what's it really about? You know, yeah. it, it's about, you know, um, you know, like I said, we don't know what people are going through mentally. Um, people don't understand. People don't know how it feels to, um, you know, walk into a, a doctor's appointment and for the doctor to sit down and tell you that you got stage four cancer, you know, and, you know, and, and how hard it is for you to, to want to keep going, you know, because, you know, you don't have, you, you know, you don't know how much time you got left on this earth, mm-hmm. you know, and, 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 you know, and, um, I meant to tell you this, but, uh, my grandmother actually had breast cancer. Mm. Um, she was, she was one of the reasons why I got behind the movement. Um, she's, um, she still has to see the doctor. Um, she still has to take her, her cancer medicine. Um, but, um, she's, she's starting to do better as far as cancer. Mm. Um, she's going through the remission process. Um, but I actually recently found out that, um, a lady that I grew up, um, and I called her like a mother figure. Um, she's got stage four bone cancer. Um, and it's, it's eating her alive. And, you know, when I heard about that, it made me want to put the videos out even more, you know, whether it's through my push-ups or the, you know, doing my funny stuff. Um, you know, it was all about awareness, you know, because, um, you know, we don't know what people are going through, you know, and, you know, and to hear, hear her, uh, you know, for me to, to hear her find out that she's got that, you know, that, um, and the fact that I found out while I was doing this awareness, mm-hmm. like, you know, it, it, it gave me that extra, you know, push that extra push. Yeah. It's like, you know, um, now I have like m- even more reasons to, you know, want to do it, you know, um, because people ask me all the time, like, uh, you know, we know we know why you're doing this, but like, do you got family that's, you know, that's dealing with it? And I'm like, yeah, like my grandmother had breast cancer. Um, my grandpa, he gets these skin cancers on them, um, which can lead to actually, you know, like bigger cancers, right. um, you know, and then to find the uh f- the to hear that you know a lady that I grew up, she's like another mother figure to me. Right. You know to hear her suffering through that, you know, um, you know it, it made me, it made me realize like you know, it's, you know this is, you know this is what I want to do. Yeah. Like I want to, um, I want to build this thing up into a big community, you know, and, and bring us together. Whether you know it don't matter what you're going through, drug addiction, cancer. PTSD, um, you know, there's a lot of war veterans out here. Um, um, there was a lady, uh, she contacted me on Facebook. Um, I think it was either Facebook or TikTok. Um, she, uh, I can't remember what, uh, what veteran community it was. Um, but she helps like, uh, the veterans, the ones that, you know, went through the war and came came back, mm-hmm. you know, and they're dealing with the um, PTSD. Yeah, you know, all those all mm-hmm. those mental um 
she had actually asked me to shout her out, but I can't remember what. <laughs> what her name is? Yeah, what her name is, <laughs> and the um the uh the foundation she's doing. Okay. Um, so um, if she does hear this, I do apologize. <laughs> um, but I did attempt to uh bring it up. Yeah, bring it up. Okay, is that here in uh in DF in Mansfield, Arlington? I don't think it is. Okay, but you know, but the fact that like she's doing it wherever she's at, right? You know, and then she sees my movement, you know, um, and you know, that's you know that's like two different movements, you know. You put that together, you know, and that that just that helps build the, you know, the whole foundation up. For sure, for sure. So, you know, uh, I with with the movement you're on where I know you're, you're putting out videos and, and you're raising awareness and you're doing everything, um, you know, that you can, and it's bringing you quite a bit of joy. Um, and you're touching people's lives where, what do you think the next, um, and you know, this may be, you know, a little bit down the line, but where, where would you like to take your platform or what, where, what do you, what would you want to trend, like make it like, um, what would you like it for it to become? You uh, know, you know, I I want it to be, um, I want it to be, you know, one big community, mm. um, where you know the platform isn't just about me, you know, um, like it's it's about people's stories, um, you know, like I I want to take this as big as, um, like opening up a, like a big arena. Mm. You know, and just have us all come to that arena, you know, and just just let our feelings out, you know, hug each other, um, you know, um, like a big old, you know, you know how they like to do in church, mm -hmm. you know, um, everybody get together, you know, and just talk and just hang out and just, you know, just love each other as a human being, you know, and not not have to worry, you know, not have to feel like you're being judged or you know, um, you know, and also have like events and stuff, um, like a charity basketball game, um, you know, all that's raising, you know, for raising awareness, yeah. um, you know, uh, whatever, you know, whatever kids like too, you know, um, you know, I just, my goal, my goal is just to bring the community together and, mm -hmm. you know, do things together that, you know, it's helping us get through our day-to-day -day life. Definitely. Um, so I, I do know that, you know, that that's, I, I hope that the path you're in, that, you, you know, you really stay, stay focused and stay doing it. One, because I, I feel like it's doing a lot of good for your mental health. Um, you know, you're, because it's, you're doing this and it's, it's bringing you happiness um, it sounds like, you know, you're, yeah, like, you're, I, I, I'm serious. I'm, <laughs> yeah. I, I haven't, I, I swear I ha I've not felt the happiest person, you know, um, like, you know, before, before doing this, like, you know, every day was a struggle mm. and now, now it's like, I wake up and I wake up with a smile on my face. There's something that, that you're inspired by every day you wake up, yeah, which is, you know, yeah, and I love that. You know, and 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 the, the the thrill of of having someone contacting you, and telling you, you know, your video saved my life. Mm. You know, um, um, or you know, con or like every video you put out, they comment and say, you know, um, you know, keep up the great work. 
you know, that yeah. these videos are touching people. Um, you know, a lot of my family and even her family don't, they don't really see eye to eye with it when it comes to like doing the content. But at the same time, like I'm seeing it, you know, yeah, I'm seeing what it's doing. Yeah. Well, you know, and, and like, you know, you can, you can have, you know, a, a job as you're working on your career, um, which is, you know, content creating, um, and, you know, you can po you can do multiple things, especially with all the energy you have now after losing a hundred pounds. Oh man, I might go run a marathon with him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, you know, it's like, uh, I think that the biggest thing is that you have something that you're excited about. Um, and a lot of times it's hard for us to, you know, figure out what that is. Um, you know, and hence mental health, you know, and then people get into this rut and, uh, but once you find something that inspires you and that you love doing, um, you know, it, it, take advantage of that because it can be a game changer. But what I was going to say is that, yeah, like, I hope you really don't, you know, stop, you know, being a podcaster and the stuff that I even researched before even making a podcast. Like I, you know, it's just the, it's, it's, it's going to be, a, it, it's a long journey. And well, in my case, you know, I, I don't plan on 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 stopping the stop recording podcast at all. I, I'm curious to know where this you know leads to. Um, yeah. That's okay, but but the the key thing what I'm trying to get to is for you like to not stop. You know, regardless of what the naysayers say or uh, if it makes you happy. You know, I think that's 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 it, it can't it. it that's just optimal. You know, you want to, you want to do something that inspires you and, you know, creating content and stuff. It, there's 24 hours in a day and sure you have to sleep some, but there's, there's enough time to do, to take care of yourself, to take care of your household and then still do, you know, what you want to do. Yeah. And I've, you know, I've been trying to like go live more on the, on, on the TikTok, you know, um, in hopes that, People come in and they just see the genuine me. Yeah. You know, like um the, you know, because, you know, you can post a video out, you know, and they just see you for that video, but they don't really see you, you know, sitting in your living room, you know, um, you know, trying to just talk with them, you know, interact. Right. Um, you know, and just showing them who you are as a person. Yeah. And the key thing there is going to be consistency, you know, like if people are saying what they're with whatever it is that they're saying it's like the best way to respond is by keep putting more content and putting more awareness that's you know if these people are saying those those things and not that it, it matters anyways but you know if anything i think it's more fuel to keep doing it you know what i mean oh, and, yeah. and the right people and the right people the people that need to hear the people that i understand and that can understand where you're coming from and why you're doing it. Um, you know, they're the ones that's all that matters. And so, you know, and I, and I want to say, um, one of the supporters that that's always, um, she messages me all the time. Um, she's kind of like the, uh, the, the mom of TikTok for me. Mm. Um, uh, her name is Jayhawk. Um, she, um, she she told me this this one saying and it just stuck in my head. She said, um, 
once you enjoy doing something that makes you happy, you never work another day in your life. Mm-hmm. You know, and that that saying just just it just it stuck. You know, because mm-hmm. it's like, you know, this just generally makes me the happiest dude. <laughs> yeah. But, but 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 you know, I also know that you know Rome wasn't built in a day. Mm-hmm. You know, and that you know, um, you know, for the time being, like you know, um, I you know I know where my goal is now. You know, and, and that, you know, I need to do whatever means necessary to, you know, um, until it's reached that point. Yes. You know, um, I got to do what it takes. So I agree. I agree. And, you know, I'm I'm so happy that, you know, you got into, uh, you know, into a, a healthy path that I think kind of cleared up some mind that your, your mind a little bit and makes you feel better and you have the energy. And so. Um, I'm so happy that to hear that you did that. I'm so happy I got to hear your story. Um, and, you know, I hope you continue on that path as, you and know. I, and I'm so thankful that you allowed me to come on and um, share my story with the world. Of course. Um, you know. Thank and, you for being open and, you know, opening up with, you know, all the experiences you had it's uh i might I'm, i might be cringy coming back to to listen to it but <laughs> you stay true to your word which is keep pushing oh yeah know? that's that's gonna be my slogan i like I, it i, I want to one day get get merch for it yes you know i like um, it especially you know anyone that's going through something you know i'm hoping uh the one day be able to do that you know yes whether it's through my tiktok or my youtube you definitely know? Um, i think so Cause I'm my my YouTube is going to have the interviews, mm-hmm. um, you know it's going to have the people's story, you know. Yes. And they can listen to it in in hopes that you know it may help them, you know. For sure, for um, sure. But um. And um, I every episode I um I end it with one one question, um, and that is what is your personal definition of happiness. personal definition. definition of happiness what does ma- happiness mean to you what is what does that look like it's a good question um happiness is for me um just oh, i never got asked that before really yeah I've never, well, because you know, the 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 videos make me happy, but um, I guess my definition would be, you know, um, for me, my definition of happy is, you know, when when you can, when you can love yourself for who you are, you know, off or on the camera, or you know. Or, you know, if you can be yourself around someone, then, and, you know, and not feel like you're being judged, then it just shows, like, you know, that's, that like, that's my definition of, you know, be, me being happy because, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not worried about what the naysayers may say, mm-hmm. um, you know, um, that's, I mean, that's basically, I guess that's kind of uh, my definition of it. Yeah, yeah, uh, and everybody's... Um, there's been several people that sat on that chair. Everybody has different answers. You know, it's not a right or wrong answer. It's, it, you know, it's yours. 
Yes, ma'am. So, okay, beautiful. Well, Hunter, thank you uh, again for being here. I wish you the most success with your channel, with you know, with your movement, and I can hope I, you. Can yeah. I can I shout it out? Yeah. Um. So, uh, those listening or watching, um, the channel name is uh, Spreading Awareness for Us. The number four. Mm-hmm. Um, just how, just how it's spelled, but with the number four. Okay. Um, cause I, I genuinely wanted it to be about spreading awareness, whether it's, you know, through my, um, motivational, you know, keep going videos or my pushups or even my funny stuff. So I love it. You know, I just genuinely wanted me to, you know, be about me. Um, you know, me just being me, you know, just trying to bring somebody up. Yes. So everyone, please be sure to check out Hunter and uh, I'll see you next time. Thanks for watching.